0: Say Something Nice podcast number 272. Discussions of the 2019 Golden Globe and Grammy nominees. We reviewed the latest with Titans, Black Lightning, American Horror Story Coven, and more. We discussed the new Captain Marvel trailer, the new Avengers Endgame trailer, CCXP 2018 in Brazil, and more. And, of course, an extended discussion about Kevin Hart's very bad, no good, horrible week, and how he brought it all on himself. All this and more in the latest Say Something Nice podcast. Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor, I'm a ludite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Don't well, you know y'all just say something nice.
1: It's showtime.
0: Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast, film, TV, and music news, discussions, and reviews from a multicultural point of view. In addition to our Say Something Nice challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at SSNpodcast.com and on all social media under the handle at podcast. Our show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, TuneIn, and wherever else great podcasts can be found. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher so that more people can find our show. Thanks, and here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Say Something Nice Podcast. Yes. Woo-hoo! Double pause. I pushed the button twice. Yeah, we are so happy to have you here today, even though y'all gonna hear me rant and rave, I'm sure, on this program today over some of these topics. However, (laughs) that's what we are here for today on December the 9th, dear God, 2018, the year is almost over. I ain't done shit with the year. What is I going to do? My name, however, is Brandon, and I am here with Ken. Hey. Ali. Bonsoir. Wow! wow. Jesus oh, Christ. somebody, friends,
2: you know?
0: Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> A coffee light sweet. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How are all of y'all doing on this very fucking cold um, Sunday? <laughs> good.
3: Well. Mm-hmm. It's brick city up here, so we're good though.
0: Yeah, Jesus decided like, he didn't want to pay the heat bill this this week. It's, it's fine though. He said, "I suffered so, so, so. so Therefore, shout y'all." And
2: <laughs> hey, we got ours on that little, like the little budget plan. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same price all year. Mm. That is the way to go. Tell them, teach the children, let them know. Mm-hmm. Get that plan. I have the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, and it goes down like every year. It's only like seventy dollars. Right.
0: Mm. I need
2: and to do that. Hmm.
0: who do you have uh crap um gas south
2: okay we have georgia natural gas but they might i mean they might still have the same kind of deal
0: to look into it. they got some kind of deal where you can get a flat rate versus like yeah that's
2: what we have at the flat rate
3: yeah that's it it. it. 12 months you just pay the same price every month no matter how much you use it's the same
0: well you can't go super
2: crazy you know redo it every year they'll send you a little notice saying Mm -hmm. hey you want to keep this?
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> right. I'm going to look into that.
2: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk first about the things that we have been watching and listening to and stuff and reading in some cases. I'll go first since my list is a little bit short because I have been working and working. But my name is Simon Northrup and I have been kidnapped and taken to Louisiana. Oh, um, Lord. What's Louisiana. Um, <laughs> but um, so uh, The Flash had their 100th episode this week. And I haven't watched it yet because I I went to look at the episodes on the CW app, and lo and behold, I found out I was four whole episodes behind. I thought <laughs> they had not broadcast one well in weeks, but apparently they had. And so I, I had to catch up four episodes. I'm only up to three. So I saw the episode where they had um, the rag doll as the bad guy, which creeped me the entire fuck out. He's a villain who basically, like, he can contort himself into any size and shape he needs to sort of kind of, but, like, in a creepy sort of marionette meets horror movie sort of way where you hear the bones cracking and creaking every time his hands and arms and head goes 360 on his head and stuff.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, oh
0: no. I think they had some sort of contortionist play him, and then they also used CGI to augment it as well.
2: Oh, I cannot deal with hearing those
0: bones Trick like that, yeah, and he was black too. I was like,
2: oh, he's "I'm gonna black. pass on that."
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> but it was actually a really good episode. To spoil it a little bit, um the rat dog kidnaps Barry Allen, not knowing he's the Flash, and holds him hostage. And Iris and the elongated man have to go and save him. But he throws Barry off a building, and it's not the elongated man's, but Iris. Iris jumps off the building after her husband. So she can, she unlocks his cuffs so that he can, he can use his speed and save them. And he's like, "You are crazy, but thank you, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> I just liked it because, I'm, like, the guy in black. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it because usually on this show, like, I don't know if they hire black writers this season, but usually the show they write Iris so demure and like boring. But this season, they've done a really good job of making, giving her a lot more to do, including that, jumping off a fucking building after her husband. And the whole thing with, you know, their daughter from the future coming to the past to um, be with them. And she doesn't like Iris because apparently in the future, Iris tries to stop her being a, from being a to herself. And so they're sitting there having this back and forth. So then, like, Iris was trying to be nice for a couple of weeks, but this week she snapped. She's like, okay, I'm sick of this girl. I'm about to whoop <laughs> She said, no, this little girl did not. Just hang up on me. (laughs) But yeah, that was good. Then the week after that was an episode focused on Caitlyn meeting her father, which everybody on the internet unanimously said was terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. But, you know, people just don't like Danielle Pannenbaker for a variety of valid reasons, mind you. But, you know, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it could have been better. Like, apparently her dad is a supervillain named Icicle, who I'm familiar with from the um, comics, who have basically the same powers as Killer Frost. And so they have to have a Frost-off between the two of them. Frost-off? Yeah. Uh, And the last two episodes, which I'm still working throughout the Thanksgiving episode, and the 100th episode, where they go... Because this is the Flash. They travel through the past to go back through, like, different events throughout the course of the series. And all that kind of stuff, you know, so they can celebrate the entire series. And, of course, tonight, starting tonight, which will be either yesterday or the day before, by the time y'all hear this, uh, will be the start of the Elseworlds crossover on the CW where they have, you know, tonight is the Flash episode. I think tomorrow's Arrow and Saturday is Supergirl, if I recall properly. They've mixed up the order of the shows. Basically, where yeah. the plot is that you know, like the monitor who has, I guess, the power to control reality across all the different DC comics multiverses is destroying worlds or whatever like that, and so things get mixed up. Barry Allen becomes Green Arrow, and Oliver Queen becomes the Flash, and then Supergirl, Superman get into the mix. Batwoman shows up, makes her debut in this universe. Supposed to be a. A big deal. Hopefully it's as good as the one that was last year mm-hmm. that made it for that dreadful Justice League movie. Um, did it? Um... It did. Enough for me, at least. Um, besides that, I watched a little bit of Popeye cartoons. So I'm really happy that they're putting that Blu-ray out that comes out next week with the first couple of years of the color Popeye cartoons on it. So I watched my two favorite Popeye cartoons, um, Kicking the Kong Round and We're on Our Way to Rio, which both have the same plot. Popeye and Bluto are in the Navy. They go to someplace in South America. They see a South American girl who looks a lot like olive oil. <coughs> they try to get at her. Bluto sabotages Popeye. Popeye eats his spinach. Because basically it's like that she wants to dance some sort of Latin dance. Bluto can do it, Popeye can't. Popeye embarrasses himself, or everybody laughs at him, puts out the spinach, all of a sudden he's dancing with perfect precision because they wrote rotoscoped an actual dancer, that's how they do at Fleischer. Um, <laughs> and you know, and of course in the dancer, he beats up Bluto, and that's the, you know, it's a Popeye cartoon. But I like those just because like the music in both of those is really good. Uh, Kicking the rounds in black and white, and We're on Our Way to Rio is the third Popeye cartoon they made in color. In the regular series i believe and i think it was the last one they made cause in miami there's this whole thing we did on the flasher show like early in the podcast about how they moved their studio from new york to miami to save money while they're making um they're trying to make features like disney wars back in the late 30s they made gulliver's travels anybody ever seen that max Flasher's gulliver's travels Mm-mm. i was never show, right?
2: interested in that story
0: yeah, Cartoon Network used to show that a couple of times. <clears throat> and they also made another one called Mr. Bud Goes to Town. Neither Gold Travis did okay. Mr. Bud Goes to Town came out December the 7th, 1941. So you could imagine it didn't do well. For those who aren't history buffs, that's the day Pearl Harbor was attacked. So oh. um, what ended up happening was that Paramount, who had um, loaned the flashers the money to move to Miami called in their loans and forced the Flashers to sign the studio over to them. They kicked the Flashers out, renamed it Famous Studios, and in 1943, right after they finished that Popeye cartoon, we're on our way to Rio, moved everybody back to New York. Not everybody. Some people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their jobs. They moved the core team enough to keep on making Popeye and Superman cartoons. Well, I think, no, by that time Superman had been canceled there, moved on to Little Lulu, who was cheaper. So Popeye and Little Lulu cartoons and moved them back to New York. Um, So, yeah. Um, Besides that, what else did I watch? Is that everything that I watched? Oh, Riverdale. Um, Riverdale was good. They faked the, all the promos faked everybody out. um, Because they aren't what the plot is actually about. And so I won't spoil it too far. But I would just say it was really good. It was really entertaining. Um, They broke it into three pieces where one part's focused on Archie and Jughead, who are on the run from Riverdale because of Hiram Lodge being evil. One part focused on Veronica, who's trying to bring money into her uh, speakeasy that's um, located below Pop's Chocolate Shop by hosting a one-night-only Casino Blackjack night. Which pop doesn't like one bit. He's like, you know, this place has been in my family for decades. Legally. <laughs> and Betty is trapped inside of the um the convent where they send the kids in Riverdale whenever they're bad or gay or anything like that. Or happy a
2: convent.
0: Or, yeah. The Sisters of <laughs> Quiet Mercy. Um oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> There's a there's a whole episode of season two where Cheryl's mother sends her there when Cheryl comes out of the closet as being bi.
2: Mm, I am so behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh what?
0: Yeah. So a nunnery. Yeah, a nunnery.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's a lot. It's a whole lot. It's just dark and creepy and stuff and just a mess. But
2: good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was very entertaining it was very entertaining and like they're really like pushing reveal this this year this, it's actually really really good in season three although it's really dark now like they're doing a whole lot of abusive things to these kids and i'm fearful for all their safety even though they ain't real um <laughs> uh, and besides that reading wise um After two weeks' worth of delays, because Dale Eaglesham, I guess, draws one line a day, um, Shazam! issue number one finally came out, which was fun. Billy Batson and Mary and Freddie and Eugene and Darla and Pedro. Yes, angry old white men, the colored children are still in the comic book. Fuck you. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, every time I talk to somebody, Ken... Like every quote unquote fan of Shazam over the age of forty is a white supremacist. I have learned a white ma- a white supremacist and a men's rights activist. How dare there be colored children? How dare there be more than two females in the group? How dare they? How dare they? They get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they did it. Jeff Johns is going off his way to try to make the comic, the comic series, a little bit more like the classic '40s, '50s versions, where it's fun and everything. And Billy Batson is a nice kid again and stuff. Except that they found like this um, secret train station inside of the um, Rock of Eternity where the powers come from. That leads to different realms of magic that they're going to go and probably fuck up the universe a couple of times because they're children and don't know what the fuck they're doing. Which is going to be great. And they had a manga backup that focused on um, Mary's story about how she ran away from home when she abusive house and stuff, and how she got into foster care and stuff. And and her and Freddie went to a pet store and stole a bunny who was going to be sent to um, a lab for testing. And they named the bunny Hoppy. And because it's Shazam, when they transform into superhero form one day, the bunny gets hit by the lightning, and now the bunnies has superpowers. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I showed Ali the panels and had to explain that the bunny, the copy the Marvel bunny, is a character from like the nineteen forties that they've had. There's the Zam comics, so like sort of kind of well in his own books. And then in when DC bought the characters, he's been sort of kind of here and there, and they haven't really used them that much. But they're clearly going to be using him again.
2: Hmm. So is it like a
0: creepy bunny? No, it's a happy, nice, smiley bunny who just has superpowers.
1: Oh, okay. No. What? No,
0: no. No, 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 (laughs) no. At least like first a tiger, now a bunny. (laughs) I mean, Superman has a dog and a cat. Yeah, but that's different.
4: Supergirl has a horse.
0: Yeah, I about to say, don't one of them had a horse. <laughs> Wonder Woman has a kangaroo, punchy. Yeah.
5: What in the world? What is with these animals? Super pets.
0: Why, why
5: you need them? Why,
0: because everybody needs a pet.
5: And, and, why what's you a, gotta be and if
0: you're a superhero, you should have a pet who can come along with you on your adventures. That sounds irresponsible, but okay.
4: It's fantasy, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's supposed to play into the idea of a child having a pet and the yeah. pets always have an adventure. Them. That's what, I mean, it's just a play on that.
5: Mm.
0: Very well. <laughs> All right. Um, Ken. What's your what's your West Indian indignation? Indignation, yes. <laughs> All right, Ken, you go ahead. All right. Uh, I, what I've been watching this week, um, I watched Titans. This week's episode. I am with, four episodes behind on Titans, so you go ahead and tell them what happened. <laughs> well, I've
4: focused, uh, is this episode focused on Hawk and Dove and their backstory? I'm not gonna spoil much. I would just say they, like, I didn't like the fact that in, you know, on Titans, like, Hawk and Dove don't have superpowers. Um, they're just basically kind of like vigilantes like Batman and Robin, um, except for a different reason. And this episode kind of explains their backstory. Uh, well, not kind of. It does, um, but it's a, it's done really well. Um, you can t- you can tell there's a lot of shared pain and everything. We meet, um, you know, other family members for Hawk and Dove, um, and, and but it's told, It's done really well. It's really dark. I mean, because the whole Titan series has been about basically about teenage angst, and you know. You know the pain and sorrow that you know people have in their childhood or experience, and how you got kind of have to try to move through that in adolescence. That has been basically the guidepost for the series, um, except for maybe Starfire, who's just um an alien and suffering from amnesia. But it was an episode, it was written by Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns did a really great um job of writing this episode. I mean, it does get to the point where it's like it's a little like. I remember when I was watching Batman Begins, that film, how I love the film almost up until he put on the costume and then things got weird. <laughs> because the, the way they you know the way they wrote the character and the gravitas, they added to him, it was almost to that point where it's like, well, we, you know, almost that you don't need it. And it doesn't kind of fit. But I mean, it still works. So you can see there's um, a little bit of inspiration there. It's kind of like, okay, we're going to make these characters dark, but they're darker, but they actually did it right. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, I also, this week, I was watching, um, and Ali might have watched this. It was a Netflix, um, original anime, Seven Deadly Sins.
1: Oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah,
4: I was. Yeah, I finally watched the first season, which, um, I, like,
5: the first season is, tw- is like 25 episodes, so I had to take a break right now. Yeah, it was that long. I, I miscalculated when I started watching this, and I was like, wait a minute, y'all want me to watch how many episodes? <laughs> I'm like this is like
4: a whole year of story, yeah. Um, but it, it, I was surprised; it was really good. I thought it was just going to be more childish until they really get into it. But it was a very entertaining anime. I so,
5: do not like the um, the gross um, amounts of fan service on that anime. Really, the main character way too handsy.
4: Oh yeah, that that did bother me because I'm like. I'm like, this is definitely before the Me Too movement.
5: Yes, very much so.
4: I'm like, even though this is like a trope of anime, um, this is like, um, you're doing way too much. I'm not comfortable because you have basically you have the equivalent. I mean, it's not spoiling this much, but you have the equivalent of a teenage girl being like uh, accosted by an ageless, um, by an ageless magical being.
5: Yeah, it's and, and it's her reaction too that I I don't like. It's not it's not a if she if she punched him in the face at least once or, once or twice I'd be like okay so mm-hmm. yeah showing that she has um you know some some agency here where she's in mm-hmm. control. No, it just happens and she just freaks out and nobody nobody calls him out on it. Actually, nobody. they do. Yeah, they do. Hawk calls him on it all, all right, the time. Yeah, pig. Yeah, well. But it's a pig, so it can't really do anything. Except call him up Yeah, don't,
4: don't you remember he like when they had to sleep in the same bed and he tied him up? Oh, so he true. couldn't touch him?
5: Jesus. <laughs> but all that is just unnecessary. It's just all this fan service thing, like it, it, really, it, is. it really takes me out. And I and um that's the number one thing that fans of the show always call out. They like the, the, the show. It's mm-hmm. just they're just like, man, if the if the writer and the animators would just just kind of calm down. If all this fans, there is not everybody who watches anime is a huge perv.
4: Yeah, like oh look, I got your panties. Like, um, no. <laughs> like, yeah, stop doing that. That's they, li- it. they literally do that like five times.
2: And this is anime. Yes. Oh my god! No. It's like it's- she's looking around,
4: and like you, the character just like,
2: oh my gosh, I'm missing. Oh my god, did I leave him in the bathroom?
4: And then like ten minutes later, it's like. Oh, yeah, you
5: might want to put your panties back on. What? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, and, and it shows up at the most random times. Like, he can be, she can be talking about something completely different, like being completely serious. And all of a sudden, the camera pans to the fact that his head is not where it's supposed to be.
0: Like. Ooh, sound like a baby loop like, cartoon.
5: Like, physically, his head yeah. is not where it's supposed to be. Yeah.
4: Or or she'll be, or let us say she gets mistakenly knocked out or faints or something. It's like he's squeezing her breast to see if she's still okay.
5: Yeah, she's still alive.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah, like what? what,
5: Really? So yeah. So clearly, you can tell that whoever made this is a guy. Duh.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Right, and, and he has some serious, serious stuff that he needs to unpack. So yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. Besides that, um, just quick rollout. Um, I've watched the The Gifted. Um, the Gifted. They, it feels to me like they have no plan for this season. They are just writing every episode as it goes, because it is a it is um, very questionable to me. Like it's just okay. Um, I'm in, I'm enjoying um, the leader of the Hellfire Club, Riva, aka Boo Boo Kitty, uh, more than I thought I could. I would or was I'm, in earlier
5: episode. I'm shocked. Like she's. She can do. She can act. Mm-hmm. She's, she's pretty good. Yeah, she's pretty good. and and I feel like as if I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd call her a charismatic leader, but I would call her somebody who can, in fact, inspire. Like she's mm-hmm. really good at manipulating, and I feel like as if that that's good enough for the kind of um, leader that she she probably wants to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay,
2: okay, cool.
4: Yeah. and also watched this uh last week's episode of Black Lightning which um I enjoyed it. I'm not sure how I feel about this in game in game like story before the the mid season finale next week. But I mean, I guess like I'm enjoying the story so far. Um I don't know who's behind I don't want to spoil anything, but I know the youngest daughter ran away with uh Khalil to um uh, to God make sure that he
5: damn was it. Said, what? Yeah. Oh <laughs> Yeah, she totally ran away with him.
0: Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, no no, 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 um Appreciate the spoiler. I'm mad at her. <laughs> well, they—they they, it's to the point where it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It was the, not, the, the
4: series, the whole show was building towards this point where it was going to happen. Yeah.
5: So, um you know, the funny thing is, Ken. Like, I actually appreciate. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff that I'm I scratch my head about about this show, but the reveal of you know, when she reveals that she has abilities to him, I actually think that was a great scene. I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that actually doesn't look that doesn't look terrible. That doesn't look bad. Like, it actually looks pretty smart and and cool." Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there's so many things where I'm just like, "Why are the Achilles beating me over the head with the with this racism iconography?" <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> I don't need like you know y'all you to like really stick it right in my face like you know. Mm-hmm. There's there's something to you be mean like he did. There's something to be oh whoa Brandon whoa ah, 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 whoa ah. whoa
0: log off. <laughs> I'll go back to chewing.
5: Yes, <laughs> but there's something to be said about you know sometimes being subtle and allowing people to interpret um scenes and um monologues or just actions by the characters in your own way in your own time as opposed to just being so very so very blatant and and just you know um in your face about some certain things so i i appreciate that in certain shows but i feel like black lightning they they just (laughs) <laughs> they they treat the, the the audience like we're not smart enough to come up with that stuff by ourselves. Right. And I think they need to work on that. And maybe they will get to work on that, assuming that Selim Keel is no longer mm. um tied to the um to the to the show. The this show is still in limbo, I guess, because it's like what's gonna happen because of the scandal right. with um. Uh, Salim Akil I mean like Brandon has explained already um, this show is not one of those things where the CW just like ordered it and then they had to find like crew and whatever no this is it's part of is, their um,
0: deal it's part of the Akil's overall deal with Warner Brothers so if they were to so, move on if it, either A Mara does the shit herself <clears throat> or B they have to sort of kind of break the show down and retool it with a new production team entirely yeah Exactly. So you, if you get rid of if you get rid of the
5: the kills, you you're basically um damning the show, and then you'd have to go find a whole new crew. And I wonder how long how long does that usually take though? Does does that even happen in? Has that happened before? uh, You guys remember?
1: Um,
5: been instances where all of a sudden an entire the the producers leave a show and then new producers come in and pick it up. I've only
0: known it to happen in animation. In live action, usually you add producers in. Like usually, there's like a season of overlap.
4: Wait, a minute, wasn't there a guy who's notorious for that? Um,
5: a live action TV show, or
4: well, just like the, all the producers just left on American Gods.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah, that's a good example. That's American between Gods. Between, so in between seasons.
4: Yes, no, I mean well, this happens well, all the. T- it happens all the time. I just yeah. can't think of good examples, but that's not rare. Um, I mean, it, I mean, I don't say I don't say it's not rare, but I don't say it's not like a, you know, occurrence that you know is unfounded. Right. But also,
2: didn't the kills do that when they left being Mary Jane? Yeah, That's they did. Yeah, yeah. Like they okay. left and they had to get all new uh, producers. I and do writers it. and stuff. But yeah, they. It's so Black
5: Lightning <laughs> would probably just go the same way where the accused might just leave because you well, can't I'd have to it don't
2: put it on BT. Cause then we know what's
5: going to happen to you. <laughs> um, yeah. You can't get rid of, you can, like, you can't get rid of, you can't get rid of, um, uh, you know, you, you can't leave. You definitely can't leave Celine because I mean, that's, that's really bad for your brand. So you have to either put Mora in, in the front or you have to just, like, remove them completely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then she has she has she has she said anything yet? Has she
2: not a goddamn come thing?
0: And that's a good thing for nope. her and for us.
2: Nope.
0: Don't say anything out in public. Say it all behind, um, inside the courtroom.
5: But wait a second. But people are wondering, like, hey, did you know about this? And are you okay with
2: this? Let like, them
0: wonder. Because um, think about yeah. it. Nothing she could. Nothing she says. Will go over the way that that anybody thinks it will.
2: Right, exactly. And I don't, I don't want her to ruin her her reputation to right. me. <laughs>
0: right,
2: exactly. like I don't want to hear her say anything because then it might make me not like her. Depending on what. It
1: oh my god! The and I
2: irony, really like her.
5: Wouldn't Latria Wouldn't the irony be? Oh yeah, we have an agreement. <laughs> you can totally I do I mean, that.
2: they could have some Fifty Shades polyamorous type thing going on. I don't know. I don't want to know. I just Just don't want him to really be out here abusing women. Like, that's what I do know.
0: Noodles and Salim.
5: I'm not doing it with you, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing it with you. What you're going to do is you're going to move on and segue.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, sorry. The tree is. Your turn.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 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 Well. (laughs) Um, Oh, this is on here. I finished American Horror Story Oh, so okay. So it finally makes only the second season that I've ever finished only because <laughs> only because literally. it had my witches back. Like I love my Coven. So that was literally the only reason I could get through the season.
5: So um, tell me why, tell me why this is the this tell me why this is the only season. Like Coven was the only season I could I could like stomach.
2: <laughs> well, see, for me I've always liked witches ever since I was little. So anything with like witches and vampires Mm-hmm. Like I'm there, like you got my attention. So, like for all the other seasons, like like what was it, Murder House, and had to do with, like Possessed kids. Like I just, I that's not on my <laughs> level, to be able to handle.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: like that, that Asylum, no, I can't. I literally, I just, I can't do it. Other oh, one of the scary. circus, but I was. Oh, see, I I made it. Like I think I made a good six episodes into Freak Show, and then finally, you know, Twist just got to me too much. Yeah. Um but coven, I liked it but I liked it until well because and plus I had listened to the episode so I already knew it was gonna happen, which I didn't mind. And when I saw it played out, I was like, so okay, now I know how Ken felt. He was like, Oh, so y'all just this is what y'all so then I was like, wait, so this whole time was this the whole flashback? Like so the whole season was
4: a flashback, yes.
2: And then be well, and then, and then <laughs> I could not remember. I was like, okay, because like in one part, his hair was long and then it was short. I'm like, so what timeline am I in the future or the past with the short hair? I I was so confused. And then when it got to the end and, he, and they, you know, showed back up and I was like, okay, okay. I was so confused on that last episode, but I was, you know, I was happy I made it to the end of because it's been a while. But I was just like, so I don't know what timeline I'm on. I'm on. A and then B, like, did they just pull a memento on me and just went backwards the whole time?
1: They did. My God. Which almost, I
2: hated that movie, so I was pissed.
1: Like the, Ali the, the first
2: memento. No, memento <laughs> sucks, Ali. Sorry. Oh no. Sorry. Yes. But so yeah. Can first, go ahead, what was you gonna say?
4: The first three episodes took place in like real time, and then after like part of and four, that's right, and that's when he after,
2: had the long hair. Yeah. So the long hair is the present. When he has the shorter hair, it's when he was like a kid, yeah. basically. Okay.
4: Yeah, when he when he when when his hair wasn't quite bouncing and behaving as much, that's you right. know, that's the past. Uh but the present when he's long and luxurious, you know, that's the present. Right. Um, but yeah, it 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 the that last episode, it was like kind of, but the sad part is this is probably the one of the better seasons of American Horror Story, period. Um Yeah, it
2: is. But that it's like they didn't they got to, they're like, okay, we got to go. Like, you know. Yeah. That was pretty the, much it. The office is closing, so we got to hurry up and get yeah. up out of here.
4: <laughs> yeah. And even the thing with Coven, <laughs> like, it feels like they write they write American Horror Story. Like, they have an bl- idea for a few episodes, and then they just make it as they film.
2: Yeah. Um, right for,
5: right for like, the at least half the season.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: The, you know, that's where I can agree that, like, in Coven, halfway through Coven, it just felt like as if they were just like, hmm you know what? We're going to ride this week to week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But well, usually, even after Coven, like, I have tried every other season. I usually could get to, like, around episode four or five, like, she just start falling off and not making sense anymore. Like, it's good up until that fourth episode. Then by episode five, it's like, okay, did y'all get new writers in here that didn't know what was See, going what? on? Like, yeah. what? Did y'all fall asleep? Like, what happened? Is, is like, finally I on autopilot or something?
5: Interns. It, <laughs> and yeah. it just, it's not just amateur amateur yeah. interns getting getting you know winning the the yeah. ultimate lotto um which is hey you get to write for this show because yeah. through yeah i We're, was like okay i think i understand what's going on i see it i i, I get it i'm I'm kind of on board or whatever. And all of a sudden, it just went sideways, and then Stevie yeah. Nick showed up, and I was like, "Okay." Oh my god! I don't know
2: <laughs> what his obsession with her is. her non singing self, good. Oh gosh.
1: Lord.
4: The thing about Coven, even that season, like you said, uh, Ollie, that was kind. Of, that season was kind of wonky, but it was the performances and just those women going back and forth exactly. talking That's shit about my each
2: thing. other that like, made I'm it. I'm there for the acting. Yeah, it, like, was, it, even, was, yeah, yeah, it was even if it doesn't acting. make sense, it's the acting that really draws me. Hmm. Cause Cause it was just like up. I don't care what nobody said. That's Sarah Paulson be acting her little ass
4: off. Yeah, and even this last episode, like Angela Bassett just coming through, oh and,
1: my God, and that's so like excited. that. That With brain so,
4: right. Mm. She wanted the power of a powerful, beautiful queen, but that ain't you, sis. I'm <laughs> just like it's something about <laughs> Angela Bassett being hood that I love, right? <laughs> I just I love
5: this even though she was only there
2: for like five minutes I didn't care I was so excited that ain't you sis but that yeah. ain't you <laughs> <laughs> so so I finished
1: that
5: yeah that um, season that this season and Coven exists primarily for the memes I'm telling oh, yeah. you the yeah. memes because absolutely. people just want to see their faves come back
2: oh absolutely even Nan Nan came back for a little squishy. Nan came back wow yes
5: well alright then mmm
1: yeah,
2: um, okay. And then my other just my regular shows, Happy Together, Murphy Brown, Blackish. Have y'all been watching Blackish this season?
5: Um, I have not. Brandon, <gasps> have you been watching Blackish? Nice. Uh,
2: oh man. I feel like it's really I about keep to seeing, fall to the wayside since season. I gone keep
5: now. seeing I, I keep seeing screenshots of,
2: mm-hmm. of like
5: previews. Like for example, I saw the Halloween screenshots.
2: Yeah,
5: um, you know, I saw I saw a preview that where I think what, what was it the son wanted to to skip a year before he went. Oh yeah, to
2: he's taken a gap year, behind.
5: Cause, cause he and then he he was and then he you, he just he tried to justify it by saying that one of the Obama children did that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that was the first episode actually.
0: Malia was the one who did it.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's still funny, but I I can definitely tell that there's. I feel like there's not, not that there's not a lot of promo because I follow them on social media, so I see stuff, but I just, I can definitely tell like the fanfare has died down tremendously. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because Kenya is gone or what, but I feel like it kind of did that last season as well too. Um, what else have I been watching? Um, nothing new. And then, oh, I was telling offline, but I found out about through, my comcast main home screen uh this app tubi t-u-b-i i I don't know how to pronounce it where basically it's like free streaming of tv shows and movies tubi is correct tubi okay and so i saw that and i was like oh you had me at free let me click on it and it has like a lot of old stuff some black movies that are kind of new but are basically like straight to dvd type movies um so I found some like old TV shows that I love that are on there that I can watch. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then also yesterday I watched, um, because it's the holidays, Christmas Chronicles on Netflix with Kurt Russell. And he is the Santa Claus that I never knew I needed. It was I was actually entertained with that mm. movie. I can, you know, I would hope that Netflix comes out with a part two next season. 'Cause I would much appreciate it. If you like holiday movies, I would recommend it.
1: <laughs> and that is all that I've been watching.
5: Um, Brandon, you're so
0: far out from the microphone.
2: Yeah. Was somebody was he saying something? Like I literally Oh, sorry, really sorry, my
0: bad. <laughs> my bad. No, I had to I had the thing turn all the way down. Um uh-huh. before I go on to Ali, I forgot to mention I keep forgetting to mention it. I saw Sorry to Bother You over Thanksgiving holiday.
1: Mm -hmm. Because it's on
0: Hulu. All right. Comfy. Yeah, it was a lie. There's a line in the episode of Family Matters where Waldo Geraldo Faldo tells Steve Urkel that I make stupid look like an art form. (laughs) And Sorry to Bother You Boots Riley makes the lack of subtlety look like an art form. Well, at least he tries. Um. You know what? Now that you mention it,
5: why don't people just do that? That could be a genre. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because right?
2: nothing was subtle. It was subtle in your face. Why mm-hmm. not just do that? Why don't you just make, and <laughs> kind they of, kind
5: of like a whole genre where it's just like things just ironically just like really blatant in your face
0: on purpose. To make a point, that movie. I didn't mind the big quote unquote twist that happens. I mind everything that happened maybe five minutes after that. (laughs) Because it's like the movie got so, it's like, it's like, it's like he got so excited over his own um, didacticism. That it's like he was orgasming the last 20 minutes of the picture and then couldn't keep the narrative in control. Like, I know a lot of people say that, sorry to bother you, is their favorite movie of 2018 because a lot of people I know are, like, socialists and shit and they believe in all that stuff.
2: Favorite movie of 2018?
0: Yes. I'm sorry, Ali. Ali texted me and said you can hear me smacking. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to not do it. I apologize. Um. <laughs> But it's because they strongly believe in the message that you know, capitalism is evil and socialism is the best solution for everybody. It's more its more of a what I'm saying versus how I'm saying it, why they like the movie that much. <sighs> Up until the last 20 minutes of it, I thought it was actually very good. It has a very distinct art style. It's trying to be a modern day take of a Melvin fan people's movie. It just goes off the rails in the last couple of minutes and doesn't make sense even by its own rules. But, hey, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, at least not on this other shit, maybe. Y'all like sorry to bother you, think it's awesome? That's great. I have strongly mixed feelings. It's like a strong—I think I said— B-minus, and that's a, gener- that's a generous B-minus <laughs> <But> I watched <laughs> Because I posted about it and then deleted the post because I was like, I realized after the first couple of responses that this wasn't going to be anything I wanted to see in my face on my Facebook. So, yeah. That's sorry to bother you. I'm sorry. Uh, Ali, um, other shows besides the ones that you had already mentioned in the other that you were saying. Thank you.
5: Well that, that eliminates the gifted. Um I know Ken said that it's kind of um it's kind of meh. Um and I still I still like the show. Um it's it's better than what I've gotten on X-Men movies, I'll tell you that much. So I'm I'm happy with that. Um I like how just recently they've gotten into this plot line where it's like, what if there was a, a sort of a, a scientific breakthrough that sort of you know sort of shuts down the X gene completely? Um, you know, now there's an ethical question that comes into play where it's like if you could change what makes you fundamentally you, if it means living a, a life that is free from from, chast- um, from being chastised or being treated differently? Um, would you do that? You are right? aware that
0: you're describing the plot of X3, The Last Stand. Yes, I know, I know. But this one is doing it better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what other shows, though? I want you to retread um, on on The but, Gifted. Um, I started watching Home... Um,
5: sorry. I started watching um, uh, Homecoming
1: which
2: is have
1: have you listened to the podcast first uh the podcast
2: yeah they they had the um there's a podcast that came out in the last year earlier this year i listened to it and that's what the show is based off of oh i just didn't know but the podcast is really good that's why i was asking
5: okay i i started watching it because i heard um it being like praised on another podcast And I was like, oh, okay, let me see what it's all about. And I saw Julia Roberts is tied to this. And I was like, oh, okay, Julia Roberts is cool.
0: And what did you call Julia Roberts when you described this program to me the other day?
5: A very respectful Christian woman.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Brandon, type in the chat what he really said.
0: (laughs) I will. Hold on.
2: I don't believe Yeah. (laughs) i'm mad that it's on showtime because i want to see it and see like how close to the podcast it is because they actually had like real like real actors in the podcast like um i forgot the lady who plays the character julia roberts plays and then they had uh the guy from friends uh uh, god what's his name not joey not chandler was ross the guy who plays ross on friends He was on the podcast but it was really good though i'm just wondering like how close the show is to that
5: hmm i need to compare then
2: yeah you gotta listen to
5: it yeah but it's
1: um
2: it's
5: um it's a pretty good show i'm it's on netflix so you can watch all you can just binge watch the entire thing
2: wait Uh i thought it was on showtime
0: it nope. might have been on Showtime but it might have it, finished the season and put it on Netflix. Oh,
1: <gasps>
0: what? Let me check. Yeah, so you, let me check my sure well, Let me thing. check my app. Yeah, you can watch it's the entire Julian
1: Robert.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited now. Yeah. It's me. 10
5: episodes long. And um, yeah. So, um, for of, so for those of for those who this are
0: listening, no, it's on Amazon Video. It's not on. Netflix. Oh, I don't have Amazon. Oh, that's oh. right. It's Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, I don't
2: yeah. have it. My bad. I knew Sorry, it was something it? that I didn't
0: have. Yeah, it was.
5: It's Amazon. So I have Amazon um, Prime Video. So. Yeah. Oh no! I remember why I started watching Homecoming. Oh, Stephen before. James is on it. You didn't say Stephen James is on it, Ali.
1: Mm-hmm, oh. The black dude.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I was trying to—I was trying to remember um, to tell you who this black guy is, but I couldn't.
2: From uh, "Shots Fired," that's
0: how I remember. He's all—he yeah—he played Jesse Williams, and he played Bill um, Street and John. What's his name? Um, Senator, no, oh, Congressman John Lewis. And in mm. um, a uh, shoot, Martin Luther King movie. What's it called? <laughs> Where's my brain today? Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus, but Yeah. They
5: also have one of the other black guys on there. He's from the Chai that um that uh show on is it is the shy on Showtime. Showtime. Yeah, Shy is on mm-hmm. Showtime. Yeah. yeah. So one of the other guys on there is from the Shy. So I was like, okay,
4: black people.
5: Sissy Spacek is on it.
1: So
5: Uh-oh. it's so, so it's welcome. a it's a it's a good show. So for those of you who don't um don't know about um homecoming, it's basically um Julia Roberts, or basically they are um, uh, these servicemen who've returned from several tours overseas, mm. they, um, they basically enroll into this um, program once when they, when they come back to the mainland. And this program is supposed to assist them with transitioning smoothly into being a civilian again.
2: Supposed,
5: uh, to. supposed to. <laughs> Uh, Julia Roberts is playing um, a counselor at this facility that the guys are at. And she is supposed to be, you know, um, helping them to just, you know, transition by by conducting things like, like uh, role-playing and classes and just, you know, being an heir to their issues and trying to sort them out before they, they supposedly allow them to rejoin the rest of society. Um, the show is um, takes place the the timeline for the show is very interesting because half of an episode is or the episode is broken up into sometimes it's present day and then sometimes it's um, four years into the future right mm. and the reason why is because um, several characters for some reason in the future they have no recollection. Of what's happened at the facility right. in the past, and so it, for you, the viewer at home, it's it's for it's to engage you in this mystery to try to solve what happened at this facility and what's going to happen next um, four years later for these characters. Um, it's it's the tension in this show is is something else because honestly, it's not even like as if it's like like violence and guns and all that stuff it's just suspense and i it's like mental anguish yeah it's just like basically what they're doing they're they're
2: playing with like these people's minds yes yes
5: (laughs) and and so you know you're left to wonder you know what exactly is the real what the real uh mission of this facility because you eventually you start to realize that no th- this this is more than just helping people to transition into you know right. you know life because why is julia even julia roberts's main character in the future she can't even remember working there she's no and recollection
2: like when i listen to the podcast i'm like what was she actually like a licensed
1: therapist oh like what oh yeah
2: like a license or did they just like Say hey, we need you to do this. Don't ask questions. Like I kind of feel like they just put her in there. I don't.
5: It's definitely the latter because she
2: had no business doing what she was doing. mm -hmm.
5: Even in the show, her mother, you know, basically breaks it down for her in the future. And her her mother basically tells her, "Hey, the fact that you're not the fact that you even got that job four years ago was surprising to me. I just didn't tell you that I was shocked. I just wanted you to feel good about." it. (laughs) because you had just graduated from school and you didn't even have that much experience and they're asking you to to basically be one of the main people to spearhead this this, exactly
2: now I don't want to like get too much into it but like in the show was she working at a diner
5: Yes. So in, the in the beginning. Future, when
2: it's, okay, yeah. so they probably follow so, real closely to the past. Yeah, they
5: probably do. So basically, okay. in, the, in the past, Julia Roberts is a counselor. And in the future, four years later, she's now a waitress at a diner. Right. So you're trying to, as a viewer, you're trying to connect the dots. How did she go from there to there? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I encourage everybody to watch this. This is, this is a really well-acted um, show. It, it really keeps you on your toes. Um, yeah, it's really fun. And, yeah, besides that and Black Lightning and The Gifted, um, that's pretty much what I've been getting into. Um, that's, like, really at the top of my list. into a priority. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can check out more because what I want to do is I want to check out um, The Marvelous Mrs. Mazel, or is it? Is that what it's called? Maisel. On, yeah, mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. And I that's want to check it. that out, too, to see if... To see if that's as good as what people were talking about because people really like this show. So okay, yep.
3: Co- coffee light sweet. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just been burning the the midnight oil with some um, work, so I haven't been watching um, much television. But I am looking forward to some releases that are coming out like later in the month. So I'll probably make up the difference with the uh, upcoming movies.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead on to the news. All right. So, first up, so there is a lot of comic book movie related news this week because there is um, somebody apparently is cooking. (laughs) Um, There is a Comic Con in Brazil called CCXP. I'm guessing it's Comic Con experience twenty eighteen. Cause this this it's summer down there right now, right? That's how,
5: um yes, when yes. it's yeah, when it's winter up here, it's summer in the south. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that's how this whole like earth science thing works, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's very so,
5: it's very weird to see people in Australia um posting pictures online and on Instagram going, Oh, I'm just enjoying the first days of summer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh,
1: that's
0: it is the first days of summer. Yeah. Lucky bastards. Um yeah, so because studios now are trying to get every dollar from every country that they can get it from, they've sent everybody they could who's in a comic book movie or a big studio release down to Brazil to, you know, meet the fans and stuff and show exclusive things. And so Marvel Studios sent Brie Larson down to Brazil. Where and they released a new trailer for Captain Marvel, which comes out in March. I think March is eighth or the sixth. Me check, let me check which which date it is. So I don't tank it. But they also released a a new poster for America, but also an exclusive Captain Marvel poster for the CCXP audience. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so the new trailer came out that showed you a little bit more of her backstory. A little bit more about how her powers work including her binary form which basically is for lack of a better reference is captain marvel going super sane is that generic enough of a reference count again mm-hmm. um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah march, march the 8th is the day it comes out <coughs> Yeah, I, I like the trailer. I like the end part, the space part, more than like a lot of other stuff. And it's funny because I usually don't like shit that happens in outer space. But Marvel seems to be the only studio that really lets me enjoy space shit like this. So I'm yeah. here for
5: did it. You, did, you like,
0: did you like Star Wars? Or? Star Wars stuff is cool, yeah. As long as they aren't, like, I prefer the stuff when they're actually on the planet versus like all the, like, this actual quote unquote Star Wars stuff. That's okay. just me. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's a weird thing with me in outer space. But yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. Um, I think Laz asked in the group how well he thinks it's going to do. I was like, dude, it's going to be a blockbuster. Because unlike uh, Warner Brothers, they're actually going to promote it. <laughs> we can never forgive yeah. them for under-promoting Wonder Woman. How dare they? I'm, the yeah, I'm excited
5: for it. Like, look at how Marvel just goes so all in when it comes to their characters. Like, I mean... Captain Marvel is going to be the, their first um, um, woman spearheaded sort of. Um, of the Marvel um, stuff. Yeah, of, of the Marvel stuff. And they're just, they're just, yeah, they're just killing it with the promo and stuff. she's also she, going to be
0: their most powerful character, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
5: she, her poster is just alive. Yes. Like, it's ridiculous. I need that poster. <laughs> you know, the
4: funny thing is that when I saw that, I saw that and you just made a comment. She's kind of actually smiling.
0: Oh yeah, because the whole thing about oh. and that's
4: been a big controversy mm-hmm. because people mm-hmm. took her original poster and mm-hmm. put a smile on her. Yeah. You know, and the whole thing that women don't need to smile or the you know the idea that they're of um, smile, you know, because girl. because Definitely. yeah, because they had the. Um,
5: I had no idea um, before that that was um, that that phrase. You would look so much. You would look so much more beautiful if you smile more. I had no idea that was so. um, That was because
4: you're a um, man, Ali. You're a man.
5: No, I mean no. You don't have to care. Exactly, and I'm saying I didn't realize that was such until like 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 a couple years ago. When um, yeah. there was a controversy on Facebook, and I forgot who was who was involved, whatever, oh, and cover. then people and then people were, were talking about it, and I, you know, I realized that man, every time I ever heard that phrase, it's always from some creepy man saying it on a movie or a television, right. show. yeah, it's every, or it's on a, the side street. of the
1: street,
5: yeah, on the it's side of the street. Everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. never a guy who has good intentions who ever says that to a, a woman. It's always yeah, some creepy person. He just wants to get a rise out of her, or he just wants to bend her will to whatever he wants. Right. So, yeah. I
0: know. I totally understand. Captain it. Marvel's will don't fucking bend. She'll shoot you. Well, she said she she said she was going to fight your war. She's going to end it. Yeah, she ain't fight. She like, ain't going to fight your war. I'm going to end it. Like, Come on, girl. Yes. Um, and but the thing, but and but my thing is like.
4: I don't know. I'm kind of like, even though, like it, to me, it's, it's a weird situation about her smiling in the poster because I I hate to say ultimately this is a better poster because she's actually got some expression because one of the the main criticisms of Brie so far in the trailer is that she has no personality.
0: Well, she's in the military. She's in two militaries.
4: Okay. But no personality. Like I'm not saying for per smile, period. It's just like everything just seems flat.
5: Well, she's well. Okay, here's what I'm getting from this, right? Uh, I'm I I don't know because I'm I'm not um I don't know how um this matches with her comic book origins or whatever. So I'm just going mm-hmm. to the trailer. But from what I'm reading off of the trailer, mm-hmm. it seems that she has been she has somehow been um, brainwashed. brainwashed. Into being just a sort of super soldier, like the follow the rules sort of super soldier. I imagine that that doesn't that doesn't require too much of your own personality as most of the times when you join some kind of a army or or force of you know whatever they, they sort of strip you of your individuality first. So there's that and then there's also um, the fact that she's trying to piece together mm-hmm. uh, her past. so I guess that's going to also mess with her a little bit, so I'm not, ex- that's why on another character, like, let's see, this was, let's say this was Spider-Man. If Spider-Man came off with, uh, with a trailer like that, I would be like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, where is where is the Peter Parker here? Because I don't, because Peter Parker is brimming mm. with um, personality, right? Wait, I mean, so, he's also known for that. Right. But Captain Marvel's
4: known for bullshit i mean not for bullshit but she's not known for much yet right so, so introducing your character to your audience mm-hmm. and the idea that like okay you somebody's been like you're saying the idea of brainwashers i think is actually an excellent theory um it's kind of cool but you gotta like it doesn't like just because i don't know i think it's a stretch to say just because she's brainwashed we can't get any personality from her we can't see her like even when she, it looks like she's a j- child struggling with something or trying to learn
0: something. Uh, Wait, well, that actually, that actually feeds into your point. Actually. Here's, here's, here's the thing. This is the thing with trailers. Are you going to see the movie, Ken? You know I am. So let's not cycle in a trailer that much. <laughs> not yeah, that
5: I, I have a feeling that, that we're about to find out that... I wonder if it's going to be... Because you know the funny part about this is? Is that... um the the Captain Marvel trailer and the story that people are extrapolating from the trailer, it reminds me of literally the first two episodes of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Mm. Because She-Ra starts off in the cartoon. She starts off on the side, the opposing side, the, the people who are basically the just warmongers. World. Yeah. And then the, the, the events of the first um, episode happen and then she ends up lost and then she... She's basically um not 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 um not rescued, but she's sort of found by this the other group right and you know she starts you know but she's so super militarized and and so very just um by the book and, and all that she has she's a very dry and flat character, and then the more she lives with these other people, the more her personality comes out
1: mm-hmm.
5: and you know this is what it reminds me of yeah.
0: um,
1: oh,
5: okay yeah.
0: okay. Yeah, so and then a couple of days later, we finally got the long-awaited trailer for Avengers Four and also the reveal of the official title, which is Avengers Endgame, which mm. the Russo's had apparently hidden in then like some social media pictures that they were putting up and stuff. And so the trailer came out. Um also also Brandon <coughs> it, it was mistakenly
5: leaked on like um on like a, a script, but then they 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 tried to hurry up and like change it. That was like I don't know if it was about a year ago or so. Uh, a street had leaked and it was it had Endgame and they hurried and they tried to change it, but it was too late. People had already saw
0: it and so a lot of people knew it was Endgame. That's fine.
5: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. So like the trailer features Iron Man adrift in space, leaving a message for um, Pepper Potts, and then you see Captain America and the Black Widow and Doctor Banner and like people on Earth looking forlorn and all their half their friends are gone and. You know shuri is missing and everything and like and um and then um they show hawkeye hawkeye is gonna become i guess ronan like these other like personality hmm. not personality but his other superhero like persona. identity because he's all like angry. i'm guessing he lost the loss half or most or all of his family the whole thing mm. and then of course Scott Lang shows up at the end he's like hey guys remember me Scott Lang we had a little press br- just a couple of years ago I'm alive let me give
4: let me give you an ounce of hope
5: yeah god it man there is a there is an amazing um I am like inside theory behind that last um that last um scene on the trailer that I won't See, on here, I'll probably talk about it after we finish recording. But the fact that people like, you know, how YouTubers are, they will break down a trailer. They will
0: make it. They will make shit up, too.
5: They quiz. will break down a trailer. Like they would somebody got like, you know, those those kinds of um recordings that can stop things by the sec by the millisecond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they did that and they revealed all these details. Like not not like, hey, I'm extrapolating, not like literally, like, hey, look at this, this thing that we're pointing out to you in the trailer right there. And I was just like,
2: jaw
0: drop, like crazy. So yeah. So they they didn't get mad the fact that none of the Black Panther characters showed up in the trailer.
2: I did.
0: I mean, well, you can't really show them, right? Well, I mean, don't. not yet, right? Who survived? Uh, Okoye and Mbaku, Okoye. As, long as we know, who survived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing is, we know they're going to be in the movie because they got they got to make Black Panther two. It made too much fucking money.
2: That's what <laughs> I'm just so confused at. Sure. At this timeline, they got so many movies coming out. Like, why is Avengers coming out so soon? I feel like they need to do all the other ones first. Isn't that funny, though? That because and we're man, a- have Avengers in game because it doesn't make sense to have this and then knowing that we're still going to get a Black Panther 2. What are they going to do?
0: Well, 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 well they, they, yeah, they got to bring them back to life first. Well, first, and the other thing is too, it's like we're
5: doing that because we're, we're adults and we understand how money works. Lord right <laughs> so we so essentially by our maturity our maturity spoils everything for us
1: yeah. well, and, and the other thing is that you have to look at
0: avengers Endgame as part two if if, if War. you you know it's like how the harry potter last movie was split in half
1: right it's all right. one
0: big movie right and the other thing is the other
5: thing is too is like this is supposed to kick off whatever happens at the end of this movie is supposed to kick off the next phase. The four. next, phase. yeah, next mm. phase, right? So, so you have a lot of people, and Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't um several of our veteran actors their their contracts that are
0: up, up and they probably don't want to keep on doing this anymore? Yeah, some of them well, want to do gone. other things. Yeah, they they yeah. claim that Chris Evans' contract isn't up, but he is essentially done after this, as far as we, as far <laughs> yeah, as yeah, he probably oh. wants to oh. do other stuff, it, and that's yeah,
5: and that's okay.
0: Yeah, like people keep talking about huge. They want Hugh Jackman to be in the MCU. Hugh Jackman. Let him, he, let him sing his musicals.
2: Yeah, he is to to keep fighting crime.
0: Uh, he's about to, he's he's about to go on tour for like
2: twenty years. Let him go. Uh-uh. Yeah.
0: that nigga uh-uh. is on tour. It's a billboard in uh-uh. downtown Atlanta talking about he coming to Atlanta to sing all them greatest showman songs. Y'all let him be right. great and sing and dance and shit. For fuck's sake.
2: He wants to be Gene <laughs> Kelly. Let him be Gene Kelly.
0: Yeah cast somebody short like y'all want as Wolverine instead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he gave be, us Logan.
2: Be, Logan was great. That was a good swan song. Yeah. We, yeah. They, they, they you we did. want somebody
0: more, more comic book accurate anyway. So. Yeah. Y'all complained for years he was too fucking tall. I'm oh, saying. <laughs> but then, like tweet
2: and I want to know
0: they all on me.
2: what happened. So like when Thanos Snapped. clicked his fingers, did it cut off Cap's beard? <laughs> and, and his hair? Like... They, but, no, right, like, like, did it like instantly mm-hmm. shave him? Like, what? Ha- what ha- happened? If they're Talk supposed to be, it. if they're supposed to be destitute, why he still ain't looking scruffy? I got a problem with that. <laughs> right. He had time <laughs> to shave. You trying to Everybody tell me the world? And then he got time to pick up a razor. <laughs> but, tell yet, him, Latria. Tell him. Tell around. him. And yet, Black like Widow still
4: got on that dusty blonde wig. <laughs> they better
2: CGI that beard back on. Like that kept that. Like they took that mustache off <laughs> 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 of him. Put his beard back, please. Wow. <laughs> this clean shaven face, I just it don't look right.
3: I agree. Cap was sexy.
2: We're oh my god. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Coming the out emotions. of the shadows. The up, I think Infinity in War is, is supposed
2: to be on Netflix now or sometime.
3: before the, end of
1: the year. Christmas.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. Christmas Day. Okay. Oh, gotta wait.
5: Yeah, the amount of size in the theater when Cap showed up in Infinity War for the first time size. The
2: Nigga, they were
0: cheering
5: okay. at my screen.
2: <laughs> Ollie, really? I literally... Latria was right yeah. there. They was yelling. <laughs> I can still see that scene in my head. Like, he's just, like, stepped out of the darkness. I was like, is that who they think it is? <laughs>
1: think is that Cap? Oh, yeah. Okay, I see you.
2: Mm-hmm. I see you, Kay,
1: Steve. <laughs> With a little, little shaggy hair. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stepped out of the shadows to take care of business. I said. Well,
4: like, he, that he I needs. think he missed the beard too because you saw he cried that single tear. <laughs>
2: it, just, it made him look like he was like really ready to fight. Now it mm-hmm. looked like he gave up. Like that's how we nuk in, like,
4: in and bucking and ready right? to fight.
2: Now I feel like oh I'm about to cry this whole movie because it just looked like he's sad. Like <laughs> give me huh. the beard back.
4: Right. <laughs> mm, but uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, it, it's kind of uh, hopefully Sherry's not dead, but I she's hope not. but she's working on a project in secret. Yeah, because I if somebody, po- I, I was joking like she's still trying to fix the wiring that uh that Tony and what's called and Bruce did on Vision.
1: <laughs>
4: That's why she's missing. Like uh, this is the ghettoest shit I've ever
0: seen. This is the ghettoest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is some bullshit. <laughs> I got a question for Ken. Ken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In in Avengers, right before, what was the last thing that Shuri was doing? What was the last thing she was doing, and then the snap?
5: Laying face flat on the on her on her lab floor because she got hit by that guy who was attacking the lab. So oh, she yeah, got yeah.
3: she got hit. Yeah. Okay.
5: So she oh. so she was unconscious. Oh man. Yeah. So
3: this this could go any. This could go a number of ways. Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought that I—I I didn't think that she got snapped away because the yeah, Russos, like, oh, the yeah. Russo's <laughs> were like, "No, she didn't get snapped," and then all of a sudden you see her picture on yeah, the trailer. She's just missing. She's not dead it's as far Rus- as they know.
4: Yeah, so she might be out here being a black black panther. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you never uh-uh. know.
2: Uh-uh. Now wait a minute. Don't be getting rid of the child just yet. We just got
0: him. Um, she just in the meantime, Shuri's done that a lot in the meantime. Yeah, uh, she becomes interim um, uh, queen because you know she's next really? in line.
2: Big enough. Have y'all been watching the animated show? I feel like I'm the only one that's watching it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Disney XD. <laughs> oh, that's right. Me neither.
0: Yeah, all, no, those, do I. all those cartoons are lost to me? Yeah, I, I, I want to really see that. And I want to see Ducktales. I heard that Taylor's so That's good. That's
2: good too. I watched that too. Yeah. You would think I had kids because all I watch is cartoons. You know
5: what? I need to. I need to get. I need to watch the Doctors because I've seen some clips on the jokes on that show. Why?
2: It's hilarious. It's really it's good. I mean, it looks almost identical to the original too. Like they have
0: hardly changed anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of <laughs> Marvel, bless you. Bless you. My goodness. Uh, Marvel is adding a Shang Chi movie to their. Um, to their production lineup. Mm. They have Dave Callahan writing it. He is a Chinese American a writer. And Shang-Chi mm. is, he's essentially the Bruce Lee at Marvel University first appeared in the 1970s he's in 1973. And so basically Does that mean that when it came out there was um racism? <laughs> um, <I'm on> <laughs> Maybe a little bit, yeah, because it was the 70s, but you know, there you can fix all that shit up. He'll be the, if they make the movie, it'll he'll be the first. Asian superhero to lead in movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who I want to play
2: him. Louis Tan.
0: <laughs>
2: right.
0: Because you- I who want Louis Tan you to play
2: know it. Me, I want Louis say?
0: Tan to play it. Louis. I don't know me. Louis Tan. The one that everybody said they wanted to play Iron Man. They said no. We need to make sure he's still white, like the comic book, and we get Finn Jones. Yeah. Wait mean, you on. said Louis Tan. Louis Tan. Yes. Really? Yeah. Who? Oh, because he he was in not, he was in Iron Fist. Yeah.
2: What? Well, <laughs> oh, and he was in. I didn't realize he, he was, was on Into in the Deadpool. Badlands. Yeah, he's on Into the Badlands. That's how I know him. I was from as Gaia. Gaia, I think.
4: Oh yeah, and he was he was Shadowstar oh,
2: on Deadpool, Badlands, Deadpool too. And he showed up with his shirt off, and I said, "Oh, Asian Bay, okay."
0: Yeah, Asian boo. Mm-hmm. Asian boo, what's the matter with I am you? I'm
2: so excited that Brandon he's only is only old. 31 years okay. old. Wow. <laughs> I feel seen. I feel seen.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> uh speaking of daredevil um daredevil we didn't talk about it because i forgot to put it on the rundown last week but daredevil got canceled on netflix y'all yeah <laughs> that's
2: probably why y'all forgot because it's gone <laughs>
4: Whew, Girl, this, oh, well, this Thanos snapped, is going far and why? yeah apparently though,
2: snapped. Oh, was, oh side
4: note side note i saw the funniest thing on twitter they talking about all the avengers crying it's shit and then and, but they show a picture of, like uh thanos he's just like d- you know doing a run through the daisies and stuff like it's the sound of fucking music
0: yeah because <laughs> <laughs> did you do it yes so cold. what did it cost you everything so cold. um but yeah daredevil apparently was <laughs> the fourth most popular program on netflix but according to like their outside sort of kind of hacky little like Um, way they try to do the, like, um, statistics and stuff by outside companies. They determined that Daredevil was the fourth most popular show on Netflix. And it wasn't because it was canceled. It was fourth before the cancellation. After cancellation, the viewership only went up, I think, like, 18 or 19%. Only? Well, only because everybody's already watching it, basically. Not me. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But that's still a good push, 18 or 19% on a show. Like, Usually, um, the you know the um, viewership drops off. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Well, it's not going to continue for anymore." And like a lot of folks are saying that you know they don't know what's going to happen to shows. Obviously, what's happening here is that Mark, Disney and Netflix are having a little row about what stays and what goes. They're a having, little row. They're having a um, a divorce proceeding spat and cuz it's netflix really basically who i guess like a part of it is they don't want to pay for these shows anymore cuz now they don't have the rest of the disney catalog up and mm-hmm. disney of course at the same time wants all their shit in places where they can you know make more money off of it cuz these shows won't go to this these shows as they are can't go on disney plus cuz they're too mm-hmm. violent and stuff they could go to hulu you know and hang out there with runaways and things like that that is a possibility or they could revamp them and make them like slightly different versions, like more more family friendly and put them onto um Disney Plus. There's no way of knowing what they'll do with it. Um, so I feel like I should just I'm just gonna wait and see what happens rather than try to speculate myself to death. Mm-hmm. Because they could do whatever the fuck they wanna do. Uh, to the answer. <laughs> all right, so. In sort of kind of a weird limbo of Marvel, Sony, because these are Spider-Man stuff, and Sony, of course, owns the theatrical rights to Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse, when they first opened up the Rotten Tomatoes for <laughs> it, had had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, whereas of right now it has a 99%. I bet mm-hmm. you it was Armin White. Who was it?
2: Who <laughs> was it? was that same one who, who did get out?
0: That was him. But yeah, I'm going to find out who it is. I was, I'm joking right now, but I do want to know who it was. Um, it was Roger Moore from the Orlando Sentinel. That nigga with that white man. Wait a
5: it, I thought that was anonymous. You 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 can find out who it was.
0: Yes, you you, you find out who threw the who threw the, the, the green rotten tomato at the movie. It was Roger what? Moore. Roger Moore. I think now he has his own as movie nation, but he used to write for the Orlando Sentinel when I lived in Orlando, and he used to write the snippiest movie reviews. I did not like that man. Okay, so that means that, that that it doesn't count, right? Of course, it don't count. Yeah, ninety nine percent. I've heard it's the best superhero movie of the year, and of course that that includes Infinity War and Black Panther. Um, mm. It's certainly one of the very few the released animated superhero movies that actually has a budget behind it. So, and so, prior one to feature one of the more popular characters, one of the first ones to do that too. So I really am excited to see it. I know people, they had that Amazon Prime thing where they showed it yesterday early. And so a lot of people we know have seen it and said it was really good. So it comes out this coming Friday for everybody else. So I'll be looking forward to seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Down in Brazil, Tom Holland apparently DJed last night and also showed yesterday... A Spider-Man Far From Home trailer and uh, talked about in interviews about how it's Spider-Man and Mysterio teaming up against the Elementals. Is that correct, Ken? Elementals is a thing in Spider-Man comics? I'm, I, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay. I might, have, I might have tanked that. But he said it was him and Mysterio T makeup up against some entity that was bigger than the both of them. But the trailer that he showed won't be shown for at least a little while because Sony's got to put out Into the Spider-Verse first, you know. It might be at the end of that for all we know, but it's go, it ain't going to put the, that new trailer out on the internet just quite yet. They're going to wait a little bit so they can sell the movie they got before they yeah. sell the next one. Um, and that brings us over to Warner Brothers, who... Uh, For the first time in a while, I think I have all good news. (laughs) Well, almost all. There's one bad thing in here, but it's it's not their fault. It's Jason's fault. So, um, Aquaman has been released over in China already. It was opening weekend this past weekend, and it has set a record of $94 million, which is the highest gross of any Warner Brothers-produced DC-based film yet. Apparently, everybody loves it over there. But um, since we know about their viewer base and their quality, and the their, shade Ali says that uh, uh, Chinese people Ali said y'all ain't got good taste.
5: Oh, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we don't we don't
0: use y'all as the as the as the litmus test You say because y'all like Scotts River and y'all like those other World of Warcraft. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> just, y'all just. Y'all be liking anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Ouch. Christ. Jesus Christ. They about to
2: hit us with some tariffs, cause <laughs> just banged. <as laughs> <we're laughs>
0: oh,
2: thanks. Now we right. ain't gonna
0: have nothing anymore. Gonna have oh nothing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> everything have... Ali got that was made in China about to blow up.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just
0: I have heard that Aquaman is good. For the most part, I heard that parts of it are a little bit goofy, but I mean, it's fucking Aquaman. It's a little bit of it is going to be goofy, but it's
2: Jason Momoa, so I would expect goofy. Just yeah, yeah, right.
0: yeah. Like it looks, everything I've seen so far, it looks like because like the budget, it feel like they spent more money than they were than they were budgeted, which is, I mean, there it's clearly paying off because I, Does I
2: realize ha- how many people like Jason Momoa. <laughs> I'm sure it's you.
0: Yeah. they're trying to get more women in the theater yeah he apparently ho- he hosted s SN- not apparently he hosted snl last night and, but i, I didn't really? watch it, but apparently it was uneven they said he was good but the show wasn't they say like they put, well has the show been good you know
2: that's a good one.
0: point that's a good point
2: like i was like because i saw it um, on he kept he's been promoting it like crazy all week on instagram and i was like oh he's hosting snl and i was like Hmm, maybe I'll... No, I'm not.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> i like, maybe i record it. No. It's just, it will end up getting deleted. Lord. Like, I'm not going to watch it. Like, I recorded when Chadwick was on there and never watched it. And I was like, let
0: me just it. I delete. watched it. It was okay. <laughs> the Wakanda skips was funny. The other sketches were, like, up and down. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, it's no Final Shadwick's. It was the writing.
2: Yeah, it's just the show in general. just, like... I like when they get people. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. But then I'm just like, I would have to sit through and watch the whole show. No, I can't. Yeah,
1: I just can't
0: do it. So him and Amber Heard are on the you know like the interview circuit and stuff. That's why they weren't in Brazil. Uh, they had they tried to have Jason like um, holograph himself into Brazil, but his um, his sound wasn't working. So he just had to say, I, I love you guys. I can't hear you, but I love you guys. You know. <laughs> um, at one of these interviews, apparently Amber Heard just talked about how. You know, Jason was, you know, pe- playing, quote, pranks, unquote, on her while they were on the set. So, a lot of this movie takes place with the two of them underwater. So, they are, that was filmed, of course, with them being from a green screen on wires suspended way up 30 feet up in the air. And in between takes, uh, Amber Heard like to read because, I mean, she's hung up on them fucking wires. What else the fuck she gonna do while they change the lights? Apparently, though, she would, like, she gave the books to assistants who would fetch them for her between the takes. After a while, though, she found that the last couple of pages out of the books had been removed. Turns out it was Jason who was tearing the pages out of her books so that he would pay, she would pay more attention to him between the takes versus just sitting there and reading in the air. So the wardrobe department for Aquaman made Amber Heard a book bag out of the green screen so that she could have it up Near her, up there in the air, so that when they call cut, she could just reach over and get a book and read it and keep it safe from Jason.
1: <laughs>
0: I saw an article that said Jason Momoa is basically Gaston. Oh my God! We Remember the first scene of Beauty and the Beast? He was like, "Hello, Belle. Like you got to get your head out of those books and pay attention to, pay attention to more important things, like me." <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
0: And I'm like, you. She should have put the depilatory in that nigga shampoo. I wish she <laughs> fucking would tear the pages out of my goddamn books. You better be on First Amazon of- buying new copies. First people, people, Brandon, I understand that
5: you're one. upset. I understand that you're upset about that. But what you just said,
0: you just you committed the blasphemy by saying Jason Momoa is going to be bald.
5: Don't 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 touch his hair. Don't listen, <laughs> Lord Jesus. So large.
0: What was you about Don't to say, Latrío? <laughs> no, I was
2: just saying he gonna replace every single book that he ripped up.
0: One day shipping. You gonna pay the five ninety mm-hmm. nine mm-hmm. extra? They gonna be knocking the door of the studio. My new books is finna be there. I wish What's
5: you- it got cheaper. Oh, five ninety nine. Okay.
0: It, well, I mean, it depends on what you buy for the five. And if you spend like some of the shit. It's one day for free. You spend over 35 bucks. It's awesome, kid. Amazon Prime, y'all. It's awesome. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Um, besides that, uh, they have announced that they are developing a Plastic Man movie over at Warner Brothers. Um, Bob Shea, I think his name is, the man who started New Line Cinema, he's going to be producing it. And they hired Amanda... I think her name was Amanda Idoko to be the screenwriter... I'll correct her name later, but um, she black, y'all. She used to write on the mayor. Mm. So I know people, oh, it's a DC movie. It will never get made. Yeah, Amanda E. Delco, I had to correct. Or maybe it won't, but a black woman got paid. That's enough for me. And plus, mm-hmm. I really, 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 really think they should make a Plastic Man movie. They should really make this. Of all the characters that DC owns that they don't do shit with, Plastic Man is probably number one on the list of ones that they should be doing shit with. Shazam maybe like a second or a third, but Plastic Man is number one. It's a character that's a character that can appeal to everybody. He's funny. He's goofy. He has a, a unique superpower. You can do a whole lot of things with him. You can take his oh. the tone of his movies a number of different directions. Like it's a character that has been underutilized in the comics for a very long time, in part because I think, you know, the comics have gotten dark and shit and blue brooding and blood and Batman, Batman, Batman. And how, oh, dare, and you, can't, how you, can't, you can't get dark with a, with a guy that can stretch. Yeah. A guy in a red leotard with no pants on who stretches. Yeah. How dare they? Um Kyle Barker in the, I think it was the late 90s, early 2000s, wrote this really funny Plastic Man book, comic book. I think it ran twenty five issues. I would definitely check that out. Carl Barker is also black. Uh,
2: no, when you say Kyle Barker, I'm thinking
0: Living Single. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Kyle Barker. I think Kyle it's called Baker. Yes, it's Kyle Baker. It's Kyle, Baker. Barker. Oh, okay. Kyle Barker is uh, <laughs> TC like, Carson's character from Living Single. I've had. Uh, so <laughs> but yeah, I already wanted to make plastic. The worlds man. are colliding. Yeah, the right. worlds are colliding. <laughs> um, and then. They had a full Warner Brothers panel down at CCXP 2018 where they brought out Zachary Levi from Shazam, Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and uh, Florian Big Nasty Montenu from Creed yes, Two. Big
2: Nasty.
0: <laughs> and, Hello. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. And
0: Justin Smith from Detective Pikachu to all you know hype their movies because I think I don't maybe I don't think Creed Two's come out in Brazil yet or maybe it did and they're just trying to hype it up because they want people to go see it now. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um and while he and while they were down there so a new Shazam poster came out that everybody saw Zachary Levi um looking like a a bloody um generation X kid generation Z kid hanging out on his fucking iPhone blowing bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> they've
2: been doing like
0: Real well with the promo for this, yeah. I really wanted them to put like a big block of text, like like how like the old eighties posters. were so that's why I made the version I put up in the group,
1: because
0: <laughs> uh-huh. it just really felt like it, it it like it would fit that sort of kind of that eighties like movie vibe of like you know because it's a very high concept movie anyways. Uh, they showed a scene down in Brazil basically of of Shazam and Doctor Savannah having their first fight where. Um, a certain big red cheese gets his ass handed to him, and apparently a new trailer be coming out in early January, so it won't be be a while. That reminds me, Zachary Levi is in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two, so they sent him around last week to go to all the talk shows to promote it, and he also was, of course, you know, side promoting Shazam as well. He went on the talk, and apparently Cheryl Underwood. Once her a piece of that big red cheese. Oh. Boy, she was thirsty. (laughs) Oh, wow. Really? Yes. (laughs) She said, I seen the trailer, baby. Yes. She said, (laughs) 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 Carol. It's like he'll get a knock on his restroom door after the show over. (laughs) Hey, baby. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so, I'm just right. here to to bring you some tea. <laughs> she brings some tea, all right. Oh, uh,
3: <laughs> hyping hot.
0: Yeah, I think they did a special on DC Universe about like with like a, a DC Kids holiday special where I think they invited some of them Shazam kids to it. I ain't seen it yet. I'll see if it is. I know that. The little girl, from this is us, who plays Darla in the movie, uh, Faith Herman. She was at the DC Universe Studios a week or so ago because, like, they they were tweeting that she was there and stuff, and so she mm. she did somebody's interview for DC Universe. So I'll see when that happens because right, I want the second trailer to show the rest of the, of the kids because I was kind of disappointed. The first trailer just showed Billy and Freddie. Cause I feel like you need to make sure you're showing that there's all these kids of different, you know, genders and races and stuff in the movie. Right. That's how you promote it. That's how you sell it. Um, I wish I could say more, but I'm trying to save the surprises for the movie. (laughs) But if you follow me enough, you 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 know all the surprises already, because I I I spoiled the comic already for y'all. Um, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Is the number one movie in America for the third week in a row, which is very rare for a, a Disney animated movie, unless it's fucking Frozen. So apparently, I mean, shout out to Ralph. That it was a really good movie. Has anybody else seen it besides me and Ali? No. I was. I would say definitely see it. I mean, or even if if it's waiting for Netflix, see it when it comes to Netflix. I think it's probably one of the last ones to cover Netflix, I think. But
2: uh is it gonna be in, in time?
0: It, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be in time. It depends on when they close that deal. Uh, I feel
2: like I feel like midnight uh New Year's Day, Disney gonna snap. you gonna ha, go on Netflix and half your the Disney you go. movie's gonna be. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Is this Y2K all over here. <laughs> the book what, came I back.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good movie. Like it they was very creative in how they depicted the internet cuz you can that can go any number of ways but they found a way to sort of kind of ground it and then not to make it about the internet to make it about, you know, Ralph and Penelope and the characters and their
1: right.
0: um very toxic friendship.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um ABC and Dick mm-hmm. Wolf. Well, Dick Wolf, let's start with Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf <laughs> wants to reboot New York Undercover. The, you know, like, classic to us, um, to white people, they don't care about it. Um, Fox procedural police drama from 1994 to 1998 that starred Malik Yoba, Michael DeLorenzo, Lauren Velez, and that white woman, I forgot her name. Uh, Oh, oh.
2: Oh, I know who you're talking
1: about. I don't know her name. Patty
0: something. Um, Boston undercover. But Yeah. But apparently, ABC and Fox fought over the rights for the reboot, and ABC what? won. Yeah, they, they were slapped. there were slap. They were slap boxing. <laughs> Who's gonna get it? Yeah, ABC. I,
2: I knew when they started doing these reboots, like some stuff was like, oh, "Okay, oh that's cute," but then it was just gonna open up a can of worms, right? Like so- let let some stuff stay classic. Like you can't redo that. how they used to have like the musical performances, mm-hmm. like. I don't want to hear these these raggedy rappers on <laughs> there.
1: Yeah, that's
2: Pikachu like, Six not,
5: is going to be on there now.
2: Right. Well, no, nah, he's in jail. He <laughs> yeah, he's going to be in jail. He he ain't f- gonna be future ain't going to be on same, there. Like you ain't got the classic, like you know. They, I think they used to have like Mary J. Blige, like come yeah. On. Like it's just it's not the same.
0: Hey.
2: <laughs> <In> case. Case.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? New York on the cover. New York
1: on the
0: cover. Oh. Uh, reboot. Um, it's funny because people were like, "Ooh, ooh oh, yeah. are they gonna be rap? Right? Um, Malik Yoba, Michael De I mean, you know, I said the show is coming back. Them niggas ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Malik Yoba could still do it. I don't know what the
2: Michael K. Have
0: you seen Michael lately? Like, you know, because no. he's half white, half Puerto Rican, and the white side is taking
2: over.
0: Uh oh! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs>
2: Oh, her name is Patty De
0: Arbenville. Yeah. I was like, and it was some I mean, shit I couldn't pronounce. <laughs>
2: and I probably did not say it
0: right. But yeah, so I don't know if this, they'll pick this up. It's just in development. It'll go through pilot season like everything else, dude. They'll watch oh. it and decide.
1: Oh.
0: What? Oh, wow. Oh,
2: wow.
0: What happened?
2: I'm looking at this. phone.
0: <laughs> oh, Michael L. Rizzo now?
2: Uh, yeah you yeah. know he done aged. I think he, he had something
0: done he, he looked like he got some plastic, some botox stuff done like he looked plasticine. I don't know what's going on with him um mm. Dang. A me- I, like, I
2: thought he was so fine
0: yeah I mean yeah, you know mm-hmm. Time marched on on him <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after a whole lot of turmoil and behind the scenes drama. American God season two is finally coming back in March. Ricky Whittle yes! was actually down in Brazil selling American God season two himself. i was
1: mm-hmm. so
2: excited to my favorite, mm-hmm. most confusing mm-hmm.
0: show. <laughs> I told Ali, you ready to be
2: confused again? Listen, all that the first season, I didn't know what the hell's going on except Ricky Whittle was fine. <laughs> <laughs> And then Listen, when I found out he was British in real life, I said, oh, I'm really a fan. I don't know. I <laughs> love the Black Brit, uh, so. Uh,
5: he just comes on the show and he just flashes a smile and then yeah. he walks around um, with that with that yeah. gait and it just mm-hmm. completely mesmerizes yeah. everybody.
2: But the only my only thing is like, you know, most shows they'll at least explain. Like they never... Explained what no. the heck? They just jumped into the storyline and the plot, and I'm like, okay, but what's the backstory here?
1: Right. Yeah. Like,
2: I have I have no clue what this world is like. What's going on?
5: Well, isn't but that isn't just, that how the author usually know. is? What's the author of know. the sand, the Sandman? I never read
1: it. Who's,
5: for the comic, comic book um, readers on on this show, Brandon, yeah, and, it was
0: actually um, a novel. It's a novel.
5: Okay. was a who is the novel by a
0: comic book art by a comic book author Neil Gaiman. Neil but Gaiman. it's a novel. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, isn't that just how Neil Gaiman kind of writes in any way? Like, yeah, he does. He's not, somebody, he's not somebody who is going to um, hold your hand or anybody's hand for anything. He's just...
2: Well, I don't know, but either way, I'm still going to watch it because Ricky Whittle. But who is the person that's not coming back?
4: Oh, a lot of people. Medea, um, media? Uh, the, um What's her name from um the X-Files? Oh, she's not coming yeah.
5: Back. Yeah, she's not coming back. Media.
0: Um, what's oh, her name okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't care that was played, but she ain't back like, neither.
2: She had like two scenes, okay, that's good. I just they made it seem like it was like a main Ooh. main character.
5: Oh, Latria, Latria, you definitely wasn't watching. She had more than two scenes. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, that I remember,
5: yeah, she because she played because and the only way I, I remember that is because she kept on every time she showed up, she was a different, um, classic star or whatever. So Oh she was, that's
2: right. That's yeah. right. Yeah yeah. Yeah. So and she but was even I, wasn't
5: she even David Bowie at one point. <laughs> yeah.
2: She I yeah. Mean, yeah
5: she was supposed to be
4: androgynous.
2: I just didn't care. That's
4: probably <laughs> I, I mean she yeah she didn't have such a big role.
2: But is the old man coming back?
4: Yeah he's he coming back.
2: Okay. back. See that's who I thought it was initially and I was like no they can't get rid of him because Yeah you can't you I can't like get rid him. of him
5: First of all, he's too. Is it Ian McShane? I think he's too big yeah, of a star. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, you can't take Ian McShane off of the show just like that. Like it's no. But well, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm here for just the wacky, um, um, yeah. god, um, lore, like the law, lore of the gods and that sort of thing. I'm, I'm just here for to see what kind of modern interpretation. Yeah,
2: is I might have last, to watch the finale like
5: right Again? before the season yeah. two comes on just to yeah, remember I, like what I was happened. here for the I was here for the finale because um um Kristen Chenoweth as Easter mm-hmm. I was here mm-hmm. for it
2: that was, <laughs> was that the lynching episode
5: oh god Jesus no. <laughs> <laughs> no that was the last episode yeah the last episode is 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 Easter
2: mm-hmm. oh at her house
4: mm-hmm. at her I house had, like, with, all,
2: Jesuses. with all the Jesus <laughs> all the Jesus <laughs>
4: The it's G- like, G- the G- I. Yeah. You just
2: turned
4: around.
2: Wow. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
4: I got to share my holiday. Right.
5: <laughs> he was so offended.
2: <laughs> Which I love Kristen Chenoweth in that role. She's like,
5: God damn it, I have to share my holiday with this bastard. I was like, okay. <laughs> Jen, be angry. Be upset. <laughs> All right. um, Brandon, before we move on, there was also um, if we're doing uh, trailers, um, isn't uh, and it's comic book stuff, isn't um, the Umbrella Academy?
0: It yeah, just I can't post that, I haven't watched that yet. I have no idea what the Umbrella Academy is. Oh know, my the gosh, Academy. the Umbrella Academy, which we
4: got to do a story about the warmth of other multiverses. Um, since uh, the great the Thanos snap and is taking everything away and everybody's trying to get into different comic properties, but the Umbrella Academy is like this. It's a story of, like, uh, this weird occurrence where, like, women became pregnant and gave birth overnight one day. And this oh, uh, no. eccentric millionaire try- decides to adopt seven of the kids and they become, like, world-renowned superheroes. Then they grow up to be these, like, really depressed postmodern individuals. Um, it's a really interesting book. I'm actually reading the latest main series, like, As We Speak. Um, wow. that's going so to be a
2: TV show or a movie?
4: It's a TV show on network tv? On yeah, it's going no, well, no, it's going to be on Netflix. It comes oh. out on uh February 15th. Oh. And I, I, Mary is in it, right? Yeah, she
2: plays
4: it's a psych Yeah, she plays a psychopathic killer in the books that was originally a man. Um okay. I forgot the name of the character. But cuz it's been so long since like the comics the original comics came out.
0: Right. Um
4: but they they started a new mini series because the TV show's coming out obviously. Um but yeah, it's it's a very trippy idea, you know, about superheroes. So you have these, you know, you have the, you have these flashbacks where you have these kids in the 90s being superheroes and being abused by this older parental figure. And then, you know, how you grow up and how you deal with all that, like this one character in the comics. I mean, I'm not spoiling it too much, I guess, because it's in the comics, so I don't know what they're going to do in the show. Her name, her name is Rumor. And her power is she can change reality just by saying, you know, I heard a rumor that... Uh, you oh, know, wow. such and such happened. Oh, wow. but, uh, oh. but right now she's dealing with a storyline where basic, I didn't know, she was like her ex-husband. And he was like, I don't know whether you really love me or if I really loved you or you made me love you. Oh, wow. You know, oh. and so they've divorced. She, you know, she doesn't have any parental rights. So she's dealing with some real life shit. Because, did she, so did she make him fall in love with her? It's possible. Or,
1: mm-hmm.
4: So, and,
5: and they're all kind of messed up that way
2: sounds very interesting well,
5: your little ellen page is on here
3: so
2: that does sound interesting
3: mm-hmm. check that oh, out yeah,
5: yeah so it, it's
4: i'm wondering how they're going to translate it but it, from the trailer the trailer looked good the trailer actually reminded me it feels felt stylistically like what they're doing with deadly class too which is another yes. um, well, i can't yeah.
2: wait to see that oh, I, I the pilot that.
4: was so good yeah. The pilot was so good oh but I, I I didn't read the comics the first time around. I wish I hadn't gone back and read the
2: comics. I'm just excited to see Laura Candor in it be kind of like mm-hmm. I don't know if she's supposed to be evil or something. Nobody's really she's she plays Well she's at, just the opposite of what I saw in like to all the boys that love I loved before. Yeah. Well she's she's
4: Saya, uh the character she's playing. She's um not an evil character. She's a good character, but she's none of the characters in Deadly Class are like one hundred percent good or bad. Gotcha. I mean, there's just some who are better than others. She's got okay. her shadiness about her, but she's overall a good character. Okay, but uh, I'm here for gay, I'm here for
5: great characters.
4: Yeah, most of the characters, it's some characters are pretty great. But I went back and read the comics, and there's no way the 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 show can match the energy of the comics. Like, there's no way.
2: What deadly class?
4: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I kind of wish I didn't because. It's like it's one of those things. You ever read a book and then you just have to put it down and think about what you just read. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I, like I would have to do that at, like repeatedly, going through some of the action sequences and just reading some of the story. Like it's not even just action sequences. Leave that for man. Huh? Okay, barely hear you. I'm sorry. I'm 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 still right here at the same part in the mic. I don't know what happened. There Is this got. better? Yeah, it's better. Okay. Like I, I'm trying not to spoil anything or gross people out with some of the stuff because. It's also, um, we'll say, there's a good bit of drug abuse that happens uh, in the story, um, but I mean, it's it's like Harry Potter for assassins. Oh, so
2: oh, okay, I'm in,
5: yeah. Yeah, it's like I guess it's like imagine if you were in a class and all of you guys are training to be killers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, so they're not superheroes.
5: No,
4: hell oh, no. I Thought
2: they were superheroes. <laughs>
5: okay,
4: uh-uh. they're
2: assassins. Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> I like teenage awful. assassins
4: mm-hmm
2: oh yeah yeah yeah
4: but, mm. but oh there's no superpowers dead is dead
2: okay
4: nobody's coming back after they get that sword through the, the gut
2: mm. i like okay i'm excited Whew.
4: yeah but um anyway yes i'm definitely excited for umbrella academy and that um, uh, trailer gave me hope
5: question, really did. question though you guys mentioned that for a deadly class there is a pilot what? i saw it because i went to comic-con
0: oh okay
2: ooh
0: in the uh. know <laughs> <laughs> look at you Mr. Fancy again. right Lord Jesus all right so <laughs> and now let's go on to our main discussions all right so first up the nominees for the 2019 Golden Globes were announced this week and um there is a surprising shade of mahogany across the uh, <laughs> the categories. Do Not you know enough. where Not you're enough. going
3: to? <laughs> do you like the things? That <laughs> Look at me! I'm mahogany. Had to do it, sorry.
2: <laughs> I would also like to say Miss Golden Globes is my um, my stepdaughter, Isan.
0: What happened? Isan
2: my stepdaughter Isan Elba is Miss Golden Globes.
0: Oh, oh, well, that's also awesome, your stepdaughter. <laughs> <laughs> is that the baby K like, Michelle I couldn't was compete waiting with? For
2: y'all to be like
0: what? <laughs> hey, hey. I, remember, I remember one year it was Jimmy Foss's daughter was Miss Golden Globes. Uh huh. So. Uh-huh. read, is that the baby that K Michelle couldn't compete with?
2: <sighs> no, that's the little, that's the little, the youngest one. Oh, okay. I think I- he has three. This is his oldest child.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, so that's, mess. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, that's supposed to picture this in the is drama not <laughs> Damn, I can't compete with a baby. <laughs> first of all, I,
2: you know what? Let me not cause no, go ahead go ahead mistake. you know I we bring out every each other's ratchetness that's wrong. I just look at what made her think that this was something that was gonna last, boo, boo. Like, come
1: on. You, yeah. you knew what it
0: was. So Look, it was I K, just Michelle, want... Cardi B and Offset, Michelle yeah. Williams and that, that fake white man. Yeah.
2: And I you just... know, Brandon, oh, my God. Okay, so, oh, quick aside. Oh, Michelle, when you had put in the Facebook group that, like, they broke up, I was like, oh, he just <sighs> on one of those episodes where they were, like, he talking about where she gave back the ring and stuff. No, I didn't realize. That. They broke like, up, so, broke up.
0: Jesus didn't say yes. I
2: was like, so I don't need to still watch the show then. I mean you can. While, you can see while, all this,
0: that the fake ass nonsense. To watch Why? the fake nonsense. To watch the staged ass no. situations no. that the that this white I'm man mad. Put, um, it's the thing is he white and just got a black barber. That's the only thing. He, he is a real white man. I, look at that family, my god. Um, but yeah, <laughs> one of
2: my friends was like, I was sick of his misogynistic
0: bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like,
2: ooh. and her husband is white. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, never. well,
0: and then the whole Cardi B <laughs> and Offset thing, of course. You know, we talk about Cardi Child, B in a little bit. First
2: of all,
0: uh, Cause like she-
2: Girl, he cheated on you before y'all got married. I think right after you had the baby. So, I just, I don't care. I really, I really don't care.
0: I just want what's best for the both of them, actually. Yeah.
2: I just wish wish they hadn't entered into, like, a contract on this. Right. Now she got to worry about, now that somebody going to try to get somebody for some money. Mm. No, the,
4: mm -mm, because, oh, that thing floating around the internet, by the way, is false because they got married in Georgia, not in New York. Oh.
2: Yeah, in the living room, in the
4: house. Yeah. <laughs> they got married in Georgia. So, you know, Georgia ain't, you know, ain't it with that. Um, but, you if know. Don't, I hope she don't
2: get Phaedra as her lawyer, Chad. It didn't
4: work out for Bobby. Ooh, but Bobby said, <laughs> didn't Bobby say, I always lost? I don't know what happened, oh but I always ended up losing. Oh
2: and I felt like even with you know, when they had the reality show, I felt like they were shading her in. And I was like, why y'all keep hiring her? He keep going to jail. <laughs> like, what? Like, I knew back then that something wasn't right about that.
4: <laughs> wow. You are going to I don't know, but jail. she got the best reaction gifts ever.
2: <laughs> she really does. <laughs> but, all
0: right. So, Golden glow. It's like,
4: if I could have just a, like... I want a like you know that hospital pain chart or the the that emotion blanket like a different yes the zero to ten yeah I want I, my woman would be Uh Faye Parks and for men it would be John Boyega. <laughs> like I love both their reactions you so make much. All the
0: faces, <laughs> right? All the faces. Me, man. So, all right, so uh, Golden Globes Best Motion Picture Drama. The nominees are Black, <laughs> Black Panther, Panther. Mm-hmm. Black Klansman, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody if be honest, you could talk and a star is born Ugh. i've actually seen most of those yeah i'm gonna end up seeing all of them I
2: haven't.
0: yeah i need to go see
4: a star is born and what's the other film on there Bohemian rhapsody yeah i haven't seen those two um i i know you're probably going to disagree with me uh you could swap out
0: black clansmen for widows sorry um, i could see that i don't i won't disagree with you I know because mm-hmm. widows got shut out entirely, and people are like, "Uh, uh some people have said the best, and people are like, I ain't like that movie no way, it wasn't the heist film,' you know." Um, they, I mean, they they it
4: it's a difficult. It was a the movie. It's difficult to describe in a way. It's and a all, drama. Makes it it's di- a dark drama. It's a dark drama, but how do you market that? Because you need a you need the what's the hook that people need to market it besides it being like a well-to-do set
0: it off. And it doesn't have that it much. Is a well it is a to do set <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Set it, it, it up was like 20 years ago.
4: <laughs> but I mean, my thing is like that was such a small part of the film, right? And the overall scheme of things. Sorry if I spoiled that for anybody. But I mean, like, no, that's fine.
2: No. But I mean,
4: so what? The the <laughs> overall the, still kept, the film still kept me interested for what these women went through yeah. and what they were doing to get there. There were some potholes. There some stuff that didn't make sense. Or sure. Right. I mean the twist about what would really happened in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. even though I saw that coming I saw I, the I shit I didn't see it
0: coming I was in there everybody, I didn't see I didn't see the full depth of the twist depth of the twist but I saw that coming Listen when I tell I, you I was in the theater everybody in the theater was shocked and they are oh, oh,
1: oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> um,
0: Because I mean I'll tell you the girl cuz they you got
4: you know basically an art house director and mm-hmm. he in the film like the I love the cinematography of the movie. Um, then you have it co-written by that girl, who that woman who keeps on remaking, like taking plots to Lifetime movies and making Jillian, them sound
0: good. Gillian Flynn, whatever her name is.
4: Yeah, Gillian Flynn. Jillian Flynn. Yeah. You know, because she worked on, you probably still haven't seen. Gone um, Girl. You haven't seen that, have you?
2: Oh, I love Gone Girl.
4: You know, she wrote Sharp Objects, which was the mini series on HBO, which was good.
2: Oh, she did that? T- I love that show.
4: Yeah, it was based on her, her book. Um Okay. I forgot what else she did recently, but you know, that's, like, if it, like, usually I wouldn't be as clued in, but Jillian Flynn has a way with words. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like, you know, her whole idea that women can be just as equal, she they can be just as good, or as conniving and
0: evil as men, and she does that in her stories. Yeah, you know what it right. is, I think, Ken? People don't like to watch actors act anymore. No. Like, everything has to have, like, a hook to it, or like a, a like a High concept that goes beyond the just like putting an actor with some good words in front of a camera and letting them do what
2: they well, do. Well, and best. plus, if you are gonna have a black actor who's like the star, the main attraction, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't care that you know this person is giving you a performance. They right. just want to see like some action or something,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
2: Like, oh, this is supposed to be about Robin, Robin something. Let me, where's that? Yeah, like they don't care about the performance part.
0: That might have be been what pushed Black Klansmen in, and that, and also because you know people. It is Spike Lee's best movie he's made in a very long time, probably since the early '90s. Mm. Like that has what has that going for it, um, but yeah, like this is a I mean interesting um, category. Some people are kind of upset. A lot of people are upset that Black Panther is in here. They feel like it's not good enough to be in here. And I Whatever. Keep, I keep saying these niggas nominated the goddamn help for best picture. At the Golden Globes and the Oscars. If that piece of trash can get a a, a nomination, Black Panther can too.
2: And Viola Grease.
0: Yes. The same same (laughs) studio made both. They'll be fine. Um, Best Actress in a Drama. Glenn Close for The Wife. Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born. Nicole Kidman for Destroyer. Melissa McCarthy, dear God, for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And (laughs) Rose...
1: From
2: the clip I saw, she actually I can see why. Okay. Like, the, the clip I've seen of that of that movie, like it's it's not like it's not a comedy. It's not like anything
0: she's, she's four. done before. Okay. She's yeah. stretching. That's good. It's
2: like a like character acting. Uh
0: and Rosamund Pike for a private war. That's first of <laughs> I
2: feel like half of these haven't even come out. Why?
0: Well, what happens wow. is that you you let your um, nomination, the people in the committee see screeners ahead of time. Either you send them to them or for, generally for the Golden Globes and the Oscars, they set up special like LA-based like showings that are only be able to be attended by, you know, like private notice basically. And you, that's how you decide what gets nominated. You don't, like the movie can come out the last week of December. As long as Mm. it comes out. Like, you know. So, uh, best actor in a drama, Bradley Cooper for a Stars Boy, Just want to look at you all last time. <gasps> uh, Willem Dafoe for An Eternity's Gate. Lucas Hedges for Boy Erased. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. And John David Washington, son of Denzel, for Black Klansman. He's not going to win. I like them in there, but he's not. He's up against like giants. It's either going to be
2: Rami or Bradley. Uh, probably. I would hope, Romney. Yeah, I don't like character. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't
0: know what to talk about.
2: I'm just nervous about any category that has anything to do with the stars is Born because you know Hollywood loves but, a good co- coming of age white story. Yeah, they do about trying to trying to be famous. They made it movie five, me 5 thousand attached. fucking times. Right, <laughs> this is La La Land in present day. <laughs> That's all it is.
0: Well, La-, La La Land was taking place in present day.
2: Oh, I thought it was like...
0: <laughs> in the 40s. No.
2: Oh, it wasn't the 40s or
0: something? No, it just has like a vibe to it that makes it look like the 40s. It takes place oh. in the modern-ass day.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Modern-ass <laughs> yeah, like day.
2: The rock version of La La Land. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I
2: just like anything, any category that has any of that to do with it, I'm nervous about.
0: Right. Um, best motion picture, musical or comedy, Crazy Rich Asians. The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns and Vice.
2: Oh, man, I, I really want to see Vice, like, for—I love me some Christian Bale.
0: I don't know if I could watch Vice. I feel like I'd get mad all over again, like it was actually happening.
2: I just—I only <laughs> want to see it for him because, like, every clip I see, I'm just like, he really looks like Dick Cheney. Right. Like, he's probably one of my favorite character actors. yeah. I'm, and for Sam Rockwell to have W's like Texas song.
0: Lord Jesus that trailer I saw the trailer. Oh my God,
2: that that accent! Like I had flashbacks.
0: That. I was like, "You were too good." All <laughs> mm-hmm. right, I'm, so
2: good. Yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute, is this really George Bush?"
0: <laughs> I'm really, I really, mean? yeah, I'm really curious about Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, Why? It's
2: gonna well, be great. It's gonna
0: be we, great. when we we'll get to it. But they weren't nominated for any of the best song, um, Golden Globes at all just for best score.
2: Well, probably because they're all new songs,
0: right? Yeah, they have to watch it to nominate it, Ollie. But they're all new songs, right? Yeah, they're all new songs. That's probably why.
2: They just haven't built an attachment to them.
0: Well, I mean, Kendra Lamar got nominated.
2: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I would think, like, because, like, it's, Mary Poppins is already a classic, and then you got new songs. It's kind of like they—they they still probably have the old songs in their head. So it's kind of uh, like I don't—I don't care to learn about these new ones because the old ones are still there.
1: Right, mm-hmm. I can see. But that. with
2: Black Panther, this is like all new and refreshing. Yeah. So, which him and SZA need to win? I'm so excited.
0: Yep. Uh, all the stars. So. Best actress in a musical or comedy: Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns. Olivia Colman for The Favorite. L. L.C. Fisher for eighth grade, Charlize Theron for Tully, and Constance yes. Wu for Crazy Witch Asians.
2: Man, y'all slept on Tully so hard. Um, oh, I'm upset. That is such a good movie.
4: I did. I didn't even hear about it. I'm gonna have to check. So
2: it I went out. to screening. That's how I. Know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's see so, that's Y'all slept on it. I went to a screen. <laughs> so I, like, I was I, I, invited to go see it. <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like it was I felt like it wasn't from it's so like her performance is so good and there's a twist that I wasn't expecting. It's just uh right.
3: It's a really good movie
2: and she deserves and I want her to win because I love her.
0: Okay. Um uh, Best Actor in a music motion picture musical or comedy, Christian Bale for Vice. Then Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns. Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. Robert Ooh. Redford for The Old Man and the Gun. And John. <laughs> John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. So Well, we know who Brandon voting for. We know who Brandon is voting for. So
2: <laughs> for those,
0: we haven't talked a lot about Stan and Ollie yet on the because show.
2: Because we are kids
0: of the 80s, <laughs> not 40, okay? Yes. So Stan and Ollie is coming out, I think it comes out in America the last week of, of 2018, like December twenty eighth or whatever. It's a it's a biopic about the later years of Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy, who were the most popular comedy duo of the 20th century.
2: You're going
0: to be the youngest person in the theater. I will be the
2: youngest person in the <laughs> <of> the theater. <laughs>
0: I'm watching it. So... <laughs> Y'all can blame the new Scooby-Doo movies for having an episode with Lauren Hardy in it for why I'm a Lauren Hardy fan. I saw the episode of Scooby-Doo, then I flipped the channels. I was like, I'd be 10 years old. And saw they were playing the Music Box, their most famous um, short film that won the Oscar for Best Short of 1932, on AMC, back when AMC showed old movies. And, well, I just kept watching that week after week. And next thing you know, I was a Lauren Hardy fan. I own all their movies now and stuff. Um, I've been to the Lauren Hardy Museum, which is three minutes away from where I grew up in Augusta. Um, I talked to the show about how the white man was making um, anti Obama memes behind the desk while I was looking through, looking through. And I had to you know, bite my tongue and ignore it because I really wanted to make a scene. But, you know, I let him live that day. <laughs> Not that he was going to die, but I let him live comfortably that day. Uh, but yeah uh, Best actress in a supporting role In any motion picture Musical comedy Or drama Amy Adams for Vice Claire Foy For First Man Regina King For If Be All Street Could Talk Emma Stone For The Favorite And Rachel Weisz For The Favorite
2: What is this favorite? Like it just, It's a
0: movie Especially Mean Girls to? Set in 18th century England
2: One of them spots Could have gone to Denai Guerrero.
0: She could have I'm just, actually.
2: I'm just saying they didn't need
0: two spots. And you know, funny thing is, young, have you guys seen the deleted scene of her and Daniel Kaluuya when they're having the argument yes. in the palace? They should have left that in the picture. She would have got the they nomination if have. they had left that in the picture. And I know have. Ryan fought for it, but the studio guys they said no because they guess the run run time and shit. But I love that scene so much. I was like, this should have been the
1: movie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy. Adam Driver for Black Class He ain't winning that shit. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Brockwell for Vice.
2: I think it's going to go to Timothy.
0: Might, might indeed. Best
2: or Mahershala.
4: Mahershala Ali. I want Mahershala to win because he acted his ass off the Green Book. Mm.
1: Right. right?
4: Like... like he, I still want you to see it, Brian, because I want to see how you feel about it. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I still agree. The film is largely it is the chemistry between the actors that sell that film. Even mm-hmm. though, like, I don't like I say, I can see like the I see the issues definitely that people have pointed out, but I also see like the merits of the film as is.
0: I think if you walk into the movie knowing about the white man, that you you'll be able to at least maybe partially enjoy it better.
4: Um. Mm no. Okay.
0: <laughs>
4: because I walked in I walked in oh fully realizing this was probably gonna be at the white man. No, all those like stereotypical things. Like you mm. like I, I hate to say it, but it's kinda like your your um <clears throat> your starter kit for uh outrage about a racial movie. Like, yeah, those movie the movie does have a lot of those elements to it. But um it doesn't deny the fact like I don't know. I, I kind of I'm trying to be even and fair and maybe I shouldn't. But I see it both kind of a little bit both sides. Like one of the arguments is that, you know, it, it tells a story from the, you know, the point of view characters, the, wh- the white guy, an Italian-American. But at the same time, you kind of like if it wasn't told from his point of view, you would almost make him seem like Martial Ali's character almost seemed like a magical Negro.
0: Right, because he's rich and famous in the sixties, and and here
4: he is taking this down this white man who you know needs a gig, you know, who something to support his family, and you you know this poor man, and you're in, you're like giving him money and teaching him how to be a better man along the way. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, like I say, it's not a perfect film. I'm not saying that, but those two actors, their chemistry, they sell it. It's funny. It's entertaining for what it is.
0: Right.
1: Uh so
4: but I do I do want to hear your opinion of it definitely.
0: Yeah. I, hopefully I'll be able to see it soon. I wanted to see it this weekend, but I've been high on the computer all weekend um typing up lessons. Um best animated motion picture, The Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, I guess that's a foreign one. And So is Isle of Dogs technically. Uh Ralph breaks the internet and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That is a toss up that is gonna be a knockdown down drag out
4: <laughs> well i'm surprised I isle of dogs made it on this list
5: because people didn't receive isle of dogs very well at all well no
4: it got it, it got backlash for beat for racism oh yeah oh. I remember now yeah because yeah, i was like why didn't
0: i go see that film oh yeah
2: and it, that's not an animation is
0: it yeah it's, it's, it's stop motion animation yeah
2: oh okay
0: yeah
4: um that's you know what that's another thing I kind of like about this whole thing uh, almost all of these, these films look like they have a very unique animated style
0: yes because mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse has the whole like comic book um, style it has to it you know Incredibles 2 has that 60s Johnny Quest meets you know like Disney style yeah. like the original had Ralph Breaks the Internet is you know like bright shiny mm-hmm. Disney-fied version of you know what the internet is I love dogs. stop motion, and I'm look up. Let me see what Mirai looks like. I'm curious. I think it
5: I, like. think it. I think it's between Ralph breaks the Internet and Into the Spider Verse.
0: Yeah. Okay, all dogs gonna win. Oh, Mirai looks like it is a. <laughs> Mirai is a Studio Ghibli uh, movie. It's an anime from Studio Ghibli. Uh. No. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be
2: isle of dogs just to make your man
5: you know what it just might be it but might i be. don't think so because isle of dogs i saw i saw it i saw isle of dogs um what was the racist thing that they were complaining about ken what were they saying was the way racist? that
4: they kind of like uh the way that the asian people were treated in the movie
5: but mm-hmm. it was only asian people
4: well, they, the but whole movie they, is Asian
5: people.
4: I know, but they like so, they they still come off like caricatures or something. I don't know. I um, I, I, don't, I don't remember. Let me. Let, well, we have the internet ab- ab- upon us. <laughs>
0: the internet. So of let's things. look at it.
2: Yes. Hey, yeah. Question: Who um do like do the actors vote for? Yeah, they fit Golden Globe like they do with the Oscars.
0: I don't actually know how the Golden who, Globe like, who things picks, work. Who picks the winner? I know at the Oscars. Each category, of, except for the main ones, votes for each category. Like the animation the, um, wing votes for animated movies. It might be like that. The Golden Globes. I am not sure. Mm. Um, I just know how it works at the Oscars. Oh wait, so th-
2: they can't vote
0: in every category? Not, not at the Oscars. You can vote for Best Picture, and I think for like the like, the, the four acting main acting categories. Mm-hmm. You, the the actors themselves nominate the people, but everybody gets to vote on those. Right. Okay. Um wait, wait, no, 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 wait, I'm totally I think I'm totally taking I think each category nominates the people and then everybody votes. But like the the animation people pick the nominees for best animated film. Oh
1: just okay. by themselves gotcha. and then everybody votes yeah. on it.
0: So like gotcha. the, you know, like the people who actually work in the industry nominate everybody. Gotcha. Uh, portrayal of Japanese culture, racial stereotyping, cultural appropriation, white savior trope, um, <laughs> unsubtitled Japanese welcome by the Japanese characters were the dialogues that being translated by an interpreter or a machine is the director's handling of the story's human factors says Justin Chang the Los Angeles Times that his sensibility falters and the weakness of racial stereotyping that has sometimes marred his work comes to the fore it's, Wes and- it's a Wes Anderson movie
5: Yes, this is my least favorite Wes Anderson movie by far. Oh dear. It is it is that's the problem I have with the movie isn't the racist stuff. The movie is too long. It is not it is not the, the story isn't captivating enough. Like I compare this because Wes Anderson has had um how many stop motion? Just two so far? Two Fantastic Mr. Fox and this yeah, one. Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox is way stronger. Okay. Than well, this, than the was,
0: movie. Was Isle of also, Dogs based
4: on a, a book?
0: I don't think. I so. I just closed the window.
4: Because <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox is.
0: Yeah. Fantastic yes. Mr. Fox is based on. I
5: don't book. think. I don't think um, I Love Dogs was, but Brandon, please verify. Original, also, original I screenplay.
0: I love I Love is the original screenplay.
5: Okay. Also, um, one of the things you mentioned about the the, the critique where. Um, you were saying that the some of the dialogue was not was um, unsubtitled. It's absolutely true. So there are parts in the movie. So there's very very little English in the entire movie, which is like it's almost like a. It, to me it's like a crime. It, you just you just it's, you crime. just yeah because you segregated like so much of your viewership right Wes Anderson like. Can you imagine the amount of the number of people who would be in a theater watching this and basically there's Japanese being spoken and there are
0: no subtitles? It sounds like an artsy sort of kind of yeah, it animation. Is. It's thing him too. going,
5: it's him going, man, you know i would be really cool and artsy is if I had Japanese people speaking in their native language, but for the for the English speakers to not understand a thing and they just have to to extrapolate based on actions. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I Yes, but
4: well, that, that's part of why they call it out because they were talking about they kind of reduced the the you know the you know Japanese characters to kind of being um just there, well, just not just there, but being strangers in their own country, like uh, aliens in their own country. You've you've kind right. of you've marginalized your it's a story taking place in Japan and you've made the Japanese people seem for, even more foreign than they are. Yeah, like a more foreign like, I, I can't
5: I can't I can't relate to anything that's going on half the time because. Mm-hmm. Because there's it, it, so the only so the only characters who are speaking English are the dogs, and that's to make it seem as if because to, to draw the difference in dogs can't understand humans, and so they'll just give so they gave the dogs um, um, English um, speaking white
0: so, if I recall properly most of yep. them right. So,
5: well, that I can't comment on, but they gave the the, the dogs English speaking roles so that way. When the people in the, sh- in the movie speak, the dogs won't understand them, And when the dogs, quote unquote, speak, the people won't understand them. Okay. Right? So, but it's just, he, he was trying to do too much.
4: Is,
1: it, is it was tone deaf. Okay. Yeah,
5: it was too much. And
0: just really tone deaf. All right. Um, best motion picture of foreign language. I don't think we know any of these. Um, Capernaum. Um, girl, never look away. Roma, we knew that one. That's Alfonso Cuarón's the movie. The one that's very slowly being rolled out. Piece Isn't by on piece. Netflix? And Shoplifters is the last one.
4: I heard about Shoplifters. Okay. But I haven't seen
0: it. Um, best Director, Bradley Cooper for *Stars Star Born. Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Peter Farley for Green Book. If y'all don't know, that's one of the Farley brothers from back in the day, from all the Dumb and Dumber movies. Um, Spike Lee for Black Klansman. And Adam McKay for
1: Vice.
0: Mm. Um, best screenplay. That one. <laughs> <laughs> best screenplays for Roma, the favorite. If be honest, we could talk, Barry Jenkins, shout out. Vice mm-hmm. and Green Book. Best original score A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs, Black Panther, Ludwig Gr- Gorison, who I want to win. First Man and Mary Poppins Returns, Mark Shaman. I love Mark Shaman's songs. I've never liked his scores. So I want to live with the wind.
2: And you know, A Quiet Place got shut out. That, that movie was amazing.
0: There's A Quiet
4: like Place, That's, it, I just think it's an oxymoron that it's like in the best score category, I mean, original score category.
5: <laughs> I thought the point of your score was supposed to be you being really quiet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. I mean, the score could be very important so to I, it since the, the characters aren't trying not to
5: talk. So, I, ironically, I heard a review of the movie and the score does really play into the quietness. So, it's technically speaking, it, it's in the right place, okay. but it's yeah. funny and ironic
0: with the title. All right. Uh, best original song All the Stars from Black Panther, Girl in the Movies from Dumplin, Requiem for a Private War for a Private <laughs> War, Revelation from Boy Erased, and Shallow from The Stars Born. We want all the stars. They gonna give it to that damn shallow watch.
2: Of course, yeah. Uh, you already know it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be shallow. Yeah.
0: But yeah. they
5: have to be because they have to be. They have to be contrary, right? Um, <laughs> to make it to make it seem that your opinion is 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 coming from a place that
0: is not as refined as the people in the community. Lord Jesus. <laughs> uh, now for TV stuff, best television drama. The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. So people want Pose to to
5: do it, right? <laughs> it's what? an
4: honor just to be nominated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, um oh, I'm gonna run I'm gonna run through these a little bit quicker than the rest of them. I'm gonna sort of kinda of yeah. pull people out so that we can cause we gotta talk about a bunch of other stuff too. Um <laughs> Sandra Oh is nominated for Best um, Actress in a TV Drama for Killing Eve. Stephen James is nominated for Best Actor in a TV Drama for Homecoming. So we talked about him earlier. So is Billy Porter for Pose. Mm. Um, Best TV Musical or Comedy. The nominees are Barry, the Good Place, Kidding, the Kominsky Method, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, And, of course, you know, uh, Rachel... Broznahan in the Hand is nominated for Best Actress in a TV Comedy, as are Kristen Bell, Candace Bergen for Murphy Brown, uh, Allison Bree for Glow, and Deborah Messing for Will and Grace. For Best <laughs> Actor in a TV Comedy, it's Jim Carrey for Kidding, Sasha Baron Cohen for Who is America, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Donald Glover for Atlanta, and Bill Hader for Barry. Um, Best Limited Series, The Alienist. The Assassination of um, Gianni Versace, American Crime Story, Escape at Denimora from, on Showtime, Sharp Objects from HBO, and A Very English Scandal from Amazon.
4: Ooh, The Assassination <laughs> of Gianni Versace.
0: Yeah, yeah, That, that, hmm. That was doing a lot. I saw the first episode of that. Darren Chris uh, nominated you saw it? That. I saw it the first episode. Uh,
4: I can't believe you even did that. That's I, like not your, that's not, not your bag. thing at all.
0: That's so am episode 100. Uh, Darren Chris is nominated from that for Best Actor in a, in a um, Limited Series. And um, let's see, Regina King is nominated for Best Actress for Seven Seconds in a Limited Series. Uh, Dandy Newton is nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Westworld from a Limited Series. Do it. Uh, let's see. Kieran Culkin is nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series for, for Succession. Good for him. He lasted longer than his more famous cousin. He's he's McCallie's cousin. Maybe he's just younger. Is
2: that the one that plays Fuller?
0: Yes, that's the one who plays Fuller. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So that's the Golden Globes, that's most of them at least. And um
2: I do want to say I saw is I don't have showtime, but they like, you know, some networks give you like the first episode free. Yeah. So I watched the first episode of Kidding and I really loved it. I just like, I can't afford to add another premium
0: channel. <laughs> I fully understand. Because <laughs> I already got
2: HBO on Stars. But I like, from what I saw, like Jim Carrey was like, he's really good. Like, it's kind of like a Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but like Twisted. Like, if, like, his real life was, like, more twisted. Because, you know, he's this man on this little kid show that's all happy and go lucky. But his real life is the complete opposite. Oh. But, like, Jim Carrey does, an am- like, from that first episode, he did an amazing job. Okay. I just wish I had Showtime so I could watch the rest of the season.
0: Right. <laughs> I- so, the Golden Globes will be hosted by Sandra O oh and Andy Sandberg on January the 6th.
2: Yeah, really, really trying to push his inclusivity, aren't they?
0: yeah and what network are they on this year it didn't say it doesn't say it doesn't say say. well it will know close to the thing Um, I'm surprised I don't say what network Um, meanwhile the Grammys awards 2019 will be on CBS on February the 10th Uh, the nominees are we're just going to redirect by the general nominees and then the Negro Awards um, yeah. <laughs> we ain't reading all the rest of this shit. Uh, the shit The nominees are for Record of the Year which is the most popular Recorded song um, mm-hmm. I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny And J Balvin mm-hmm. uh, The Joke by Brandi Carlisle. <laughs> this Is America by Childish Gambino God's mm-hmm. Plan By Drake Shallow mm-hmm. by Lady Gaga and Bradley no. Cooper Ugh. All The Stars by Kendrick Lamar And N. SZA Mm-hmm. Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, and The Middle, <laughs> the middle by Zedd.
2: That man who looks like he ain't had a shower in five Yeah, years. the one
0: who looks like he's molding. Yes, him. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the Middle by Zedd, maron Morris, and Gray. That might be the winner.
2: <laughs> I actually really like that song. Mm. The Middle.
0: It's our, of course, all. I'm both for everybody black. Yeah, yeah. These well, are all good well, nominees. Well, let
2: me distinguish Kendrick. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of black people yeah, in this year,
0: which is good. It's really good. Um, album of the year: Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. By the way, yeah. I forgive you by Brandi Carlile. Scorpion by Drake. Her mm-hmm. by her.
2: Yes. Oh, <laughs> no. um, Love her.
0: Beer bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Dirty computer um, by Janelle Monae.
2: God, I haven't listened to it yet.
0: Um, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves and Black Panther the album, music from and inspired by by various artists.
2: Oh, okay, see, God dang it. <laughs> I love her. I really, I really do. I just I feel like she's so good. I just want this for her, but Kendrick is also my bae. And that soundtrack was so good. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's between her and Kendrick. I honestly I wouldn't be mad if either of them won. Lipical. But given the fact that he does have Grammy and she's new, I kind of wanted to be her. Right. Because she's like, her music is incredible, but either one of them win, I would be happy.
0: Right. All right. Song of the This is for a songwriting awards. I'm going to read these out of order because I need I need the comedy.
2: And can, I, can I pause? Can mm-hmm. we just throw up some confetti that we have not heard the initials TS
3: yet? Who's
0: t-
1: I'm
0: just Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She is so far outside of my brain um region that I <laughs> Listen, I
1: mean She had a just, ring
0: come out in the nomination just, cat, nomination area. Was it this year? Um, whatever that um, means you look what you maybe do. Was that was that is that eligible for this year? I think so. It might be. <laughs> Fuck it if it is. Raggedy happened. Oh <laughs> Song of I'm the just, Year. This is America. Shallow, The Middle, The Joke, In My Blood, I Don't Know Who, uh, by Shawn Mendes, um, God's Plan, All The Stars, and Boot Up!
2: <laughs> yes! <Be-de-da>, boot up. boot <laughs> up. I love that. She was just on uh, Good Morning America this past week, too. Yeah,
0: Ella May, uh, Best New Artist, Chloe and Holly, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, her Dua Lipa, Margot Price, BB Rexa, and Georgia Smith.
2: Okay, going with her again.
0: All righty. Or Chloe
2: and Hallie, but really I
0: want to go with her. Watch out, world. I am grown now.
2: <laughs> Their little um reaction though was so sweet on Instagram. They were like sobbing. That was really
0: see. sweet. See. R and B. Best R&B performance, "Long as I Live" by Tony Braxton. Summer by the Carters. Yoy by Lila Hathaway. "Why, why? Um mm. Best it part probably
2: stands for something mm. <laughs>
0: I bet. Best part, her featuring Daniel Caesar.
2: Oh Lord.
0: First began by P.J. Morton. Mm. Best traditional R&B performance. <laughs> "Bet It Ain't Worth Bet Ain't Worth the Hand" by Leon Bridges. Don't Fall Apart on Me Tonight by um, Betty Levette. Honest mm-hmm. by Major. How Deep Is Your Love? PJ Wharton featuring Yeba.
2: Ma- oh, yes, I love her. Mm.
0: Made for Love by Charlie Wilson featuring Layla Hathaway. Somebody
4: make it, made a joke. Like, who is that one person who listen to that Layla Hathaway that she gets nominated every year?
2: Wow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Layla Hathaway, but it is true because it's like, you don't yeah. like. She's not really an artist. And people, Toni
2: Braxton, I mean, let's be honest, her albums ain't really been hitting on so much, but she stayed getting these R&B awards. Yeah.
4: Because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's because, and I'm guessing, like you said, because people know who she is, so she's basically yeah. a le- legacy Although I do
2: like nominee. that song. Uh, what is it, Long As I Live or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, she's a. I do like that song. I don't know the whole album, but. Uh,
1: right. But
2: you're
4: definitely right about that. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Layla is kind of, I guess she gets it from her father's legacy.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I do want to mention, I saw one of my friends apparently said that um, we noticed the Carters weren't in like album record or song of the year because apparently they didn't submit their album for consideration.
0: But there's the, <laughs> there's a the well, nominee for R&B stuff.
2: Yeah. But I guess like, so, you know, for the main ones, like they right. weren't because I'm sure people are going to be like, how dare you? Yeah. But hey, Jay-Z told y'all.
1: Fuck that
0: old face shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said it. Best R&B song, Boot Up, Come Through and Chill, Miguel featuring J. Cole and Salam Remy. Feels Like Summer from Childish Gambino. Focus from Her and Long As I Live from Tony Braxton. you Tony, to get getting
2: this on. Okay, I'm
0: gonna go with well, ooh.
2: Boot Up, get, Booed Up is the song of the year. Boot up or focus. Yeah. Although I do want to say I love her, but when I tell you, like, I want to retire, best part because everybody and their mama got a rendition on Instagram. It's been at every wedding. I get it. It's a lovely song, but it's it's almost to waterfalls for
0: me. Almost. Oh, oh, you can't, like, play, you water, can't hear waterfalls, waterfalls no more?
2: Waterfalls is in the vault, and I want to hear that shit never again in life, like, ever. So best the part is like inching toward, inching toward the waterfall. Like Mbako is about to throw best part over the cliff. <laughs> that's like that's what's about to happen. It's a beautiful song, but I'm just like, okay, I can't. Let's.
0: It's getting played let, out.
2: Both of them have so many more songs.
0: All right. Best urban contemporary album. Everything is love to Carters. The kids sure. are all right. Chloe and Holly, Chris, Dave, and the Drumheads by Chris Dave Ooh. and Drumheads. It's Tony
2: Branson here too. Please tell
0: me she, I'm alive. Uh, she's not. War okay. and Leisure by Miguel and Ventriloquism by Michelle Indian. How you should have what's Indian Indelicello. Kind of yeah. Indie and cello. Yeah. yeah. She made an album
4: of covers, and it's actually not bad. Oh,
2: that's right. I remember hearing about that. Okay. Right. And that War and Leisure was actually the first Miguel album that I've ever downloaded. I yeah. really
0: like. Does somebody it, else have the article open right now? No. Can somebody else open it right quick? And because like I want to switch and, off when we get to the rap categories and have somebody else read those. I need to go. Oh
2: right yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna uh, let me get to it.
0: I'm, okay. a, I'm I'll read of. the last R and B category uh, doing that. My,
2: my Xfinity
0: is Come on, on Xfinity. Being a, being
2: a little
0: slow. Best R and B album, Sex and Cigarettes by Tony Braxton.
2: Oh see, i
0: <laughs> <think> <laughs> good thing I by
2: they get it? she get best album every year. And then I'll be like, when did she come out with something? Like I never <laughs> know that she has the music. But she get these Grammy nominations. Mm-hmm. Every, she every She year. sells two
0: copies, one to um her and one to the academy. <laughs> you know what? You know <laughs> Wait a
1: minute,
0: who where are you at right now? The R and Uh yeah, the last R and B one before I um I'm gonna read this one and then like then we'll get to the rap part. Uh, Good Thing by Leon Bridges, Honestly by Layla Half the Way, Her by Her, and Gumbo Unplugged Live by PJ Morton. And I'll be right back. Y'all go ahead and talk about those and then start with the rap stuff.
2: Uh, oh, okay. I'm caught up. Um, right. Who's going? So We're
4: not doing rap. Yet. I, when we talk about it, I was talking
2: about it. Uh, no, I thought we were doing rap, right? Well, we
4: can do rap. Um, fudge. All right, you got it. That. I got it. I got it. All right, best rap performance. Mm -hmm. Be Careful by Cardi B.
1: Be careful with me.
4: Drake, Nice for What? (laughs) I don't know how to do that Lauryn Hill sample.
1: No,
2: she
4: don't either, but moving on. All right. Kendrick Lamar, (laughs) J-Rock, Future, and James Blake for King's Dead.
2: this was my favorite song off the uh, soundtrack.
4: When I tell you I wanted to memorize J-Rock's part.
2: Me! I, 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 I try so hard to like get his part every time, and I, I mess up some words. And I'm like, "That's okay. I got like three mm-hmm. words out of the
4: right." <laughs> Anderson Park bubbling.
2: Mm. Uh,
4: Travis Scott sicko mode with Drake, Big Hawk, and Sway Lee. I ain't heard the version with Big I Hawk don't and Swaley. know Lee. The
2: song is.
4: It, they never tell, say the name of it on the radio, but it, it, it starts with Drake with the beat one way, and then Travis Scott, Scott starts start rapping, and then the beat switches is and the back that one
2: Drake is like, back in high school, I used to bust to the dance? Is that yeah, the song? that's oh, it. Oh, okay. That's literally Nobody the knew, knows the title. That's the only part I've ever heard. And I was like, is that the Sicko Mo song? Hey,
4: hmm. You're right. Uh, <laughs> who do you think is going to win this one?
1: I
2: mean, oh, that, I don't know because they're all like I feel like everybody in here has, well, except for Cardi has won because it didn't Anderson win last year or something. I think so. And, and my Drake, thing is, back I'm, for
4: what is not his strongest single no, from it's his not
2: out. Well, neither is God's Plan, which eh.
4: God's plan was huge because of that video.
2: Well, yeah, because he gave all that money. What was it?
4: What was the song with the city girls? Why well, can't it's not coming for me?
2: Um, I'll show you how the network,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song should have been on here. If that was it, I would say, okay, Kiki, yeah, do that,
2: you love me? That uh, but it's uh, <laughs> are, <laughs> what, like are you riding? All right, um, oh, whatever it is, ain't got nothing to do with Kiki, do you love in me? In my feelings, <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs> we were, and we were definitely in our feelings on that one,
2: yeah. I, um, I, d- I like nice for what for the beat though, yeah. Um, Um, I I, I think it's going to be Cardi. Yeah, it's between Cardi and
4: and Kendrick Kendrick, Lamar because they love Kendrick.
2: Yeah, and it depends on how big that Black Panther push is. You know, by the time we get there,
4: and but you know,
2: Cardi is like the you know the little rap darling now, and the fact that she's the only woman in the category. So (laughs) damn. And Nikki ain't nowhere to be found. But hey,
4: right? Not at all this year. Okay. Mm, Oh. Okay. Let's get the best rap song performance. Okay. All right. Kiss Grina Aguilera featuring Gold Link like I do.
2: Never heard it.
4: Oh, uh, the song actually goes. Uh,
2: I they didn't know promote what that Gold single, Link right? Is. I don't what is that?
4: What is a Gold Link? He's a yeah. rapper from the DC area, from the earlier.
2: He's black? Yeah. Okay.
4: Uh, there's Black featuring J. Cole, Pretty Little Fears. I like that Uh-oh. song too.
2: And six laps.
4: It's black,
2: six slack or slack. That's what I say. Pronounce black. black. It's six six slack. Okay, slack,
4: slack. I
2: love his voice. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of (laughs) soothing.
4: Yeah. Uh, Childish Kid Band, Vino, this is America. I don't know how this is the best rap song performance. How
2: you don't know what he's saying? I'm trying to figure out who is saying. The only thing I understand is this is America. I don't know no other words.
4: Don't catch me sleeping, all
1: I
2: know is the shoulder move. That's all I know.
4: Yeah, like, I've been trying to do that shoulder bounce all year.
2: <laughs> like it's a, it's a good performance song because of his like crazy dancing. But it's yeah. like I don't know what the hell this song is talking about. I don't. What are you saying? I
5: mean, is he? Is I
4: he mean,
2: he talking about-
0: you know what it's talking about. It's just. You
2: know. I I don't know what the he ain't enunciating is what I'm trying to say.
0: Like, right, oh.
2: I, I don't understand. It's the like word. A Janet
0: Jackson record. You got to get the um the booklet and <laughs> right.
2: look. Right, if I can understand the
4: Migos and, and um and Young Thug doing the ad libs better than him for actually rapping on the track. There's a problem.
2: First off, take off enunciates, okay. Don't do that.
4: Don't no, why did I find out that? Side note: Why did I find that Offset was a background dancer in one of Hit Whitney Houston's old videos? I
1: saw that too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oldest oh, Offset. This one well, he was a kid, kid in the has, video.
2: Oh, <laughs> he, you know, one of them is the uncle, and I feel like it's him. So, but yeah, he was in there de- dancing. I'm like, he, what? Right.
4: Anyway, uh next one, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, all the stars, probably gonna win. Which um,
2: this is not my favorite song off that soundtrack. Nope. It's we, not so we, the best song. But we, I get it. we like that
4: hard rap shit.
2: Yeah, but but they build it as like the main song for the soundtrack, so I get it. Why? Yeah, yeah. And we ain't gonna uh, skip this last one because I don't know what I don't know what the things are. So Post
4: Malone is a guilty pleasure of mine, so I'm not.
2: Oh my god.
4: He is. Oh, Even though, like, even though his, like, when every time I look at him, he just looks like he has a mouthful of cheese. Um, Oh, my God. But Post Malone featured 21 Savage, Rockstar. I would love to see 21 Savage get a Grammy. But, uh, yeah. Moving on. Best rap song. God's Plan by Drake. King's Dead, once again, by Kendrick. J-Rock, James Blake, and Future. Uh, Lucky You by... uh, Eminem featuring Joyner Lucas. Oh, I
2: was like, who are these people? Okay.
4: Uh, okay. It
2: took Sick- that many people to
4: write sickle modes. There's <laughs> some samples. Like some that samples. beat changes up 20 uh, times. Yeah.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, but uh, Travis Scott, Drake, Big Hawk, and Sway Lee. Hmm. And then Wynn, which... What is why that? is Kendrick Lamar's uh, like, name as the songwriter first on here? Wow. By J-Rock, which I'm surprised J-Rock got a solo... Uh, Rap, best rap song nomination. Best so J Rock song. Yeah, win. Win,
2: win, oh. win, win. Win, win, win,
4: win. Oh, win, win.
2: Yeah. oh okay. It's going to be God's plan. I, I mean, it should be King. I want it to be King's Dead, but. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Mm. Again, it depends on how far that Black Panther love goes. I don't know. You know, they love Drake too, but they also love Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I want it to be King's Dead because, God, that song. Like, I I played that song so, like, over and over again.
4: Yeah. It's a hot track. Mm-hmm. Um, best rap album, Cardi mm-hmm. B, Invasion of Privacy.
2: Look at her, the only woman represented. Okay.
4: Yeah. Mac Miller, Swimming. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: He was I, an I don't. angel. I
4: don't.
2: Oh, wait. He, he died.
4: Yeah. That's Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm, because he was in it.
2: Oh, you caught it. Yay.
4: You caught that. Okay. (laughs) You caught,
0: you catch my randomness. Okay. Is that uh, Ariana Grande? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Side note, I
4: want them to do a mashup of Ariana Grande's thank you next with um, Atlanta's Morissette's thank you.
2: (laughs) And then put that clip of uh, Patty calling her little black, white girl. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> Little black white people are mad about
2: that. First of all, first of all, she's an elder over the age of 60. You cannot take seriously anything she says, and you just gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like she is an elder. Of course she's gonna say something like that in front of everybody on national TV.
4: Quiet as Cap. A lot of us didn't realize she was a black, white girl for a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least Patty Patty is aware.
1: Patty? Anyway. Right. <laughs> <Patty>. <laughs>
4: Stop it! I wonder where he's at. Anyway, mm. Nipsey Hustle, Victory Lap. Haven't heard a track on that album.
2: I, I, but that's I'm, that's Kyla's, No, no, okay. that's Lauren London's man. Sorry. Yeah, I would say uh, Kyle push, Pratt, but her, <coughs> her husband is different. Sorry. Right. Pusha
4: T Daytona. I ain't hear a lick on that album yeah. because I was so pissed off by the controversy.
2: Oh, uh, that's the one with the uh with the Whitney photo. Yes. Yeah.
4: That no. I was like, you know what? I'm done.
2: Nothing good, I'm coming you.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott, Astro World. I've heard a little bit of it. You know, I like
2: it. I yeah, I tried to listen to I haven't listened to the whole thing. Yeah. I like him. I like him, but I think the fact that now that he's with Kylie, it's like marred my image of him because I yeah. just don't want him to be with her. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, out of everybody in this category, I'm gonna have to give it to Cardi, which is gonna be her. So I gotta give it to Cardi. I mean her. Plus, I haven't heard anybody else's album except hers. So <laughs> I can give it to her. Anyway.
4: Well, it's not only that, it's the fact that people love Cardi B.
2: Yeah, she, yeah. And her, you know, her songs are, are hidden. So,
4: we're at, but at the same time, it depends on who's voting on this category. Like, what are the rules that on is- voting, Braden? Does everybody in the Academy vote or just people who are, who would be under that nomination, like under that category? Like
2: only people. Can Nikki vote? Has she ever been? Is it? <coughs> no, 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 no. Wait, a Wait a
1: minute.
2: No, stop. Stop. Can. This is a real question. Okay. I'm not trying to be messy. Do you have to, has she won before or has she just been nominated?
0: Hmm. Good question. Because I'm to wondering,
2: the like, even, even if you've been nominated, can you vote or do you have to be a winner? That's why I was wanting to no. know.
0: Good-ass question.
2: Because I'm saying, if she's just been nominated, like, who's she going to vote for Push-T?
4: I think you have to just have so many
0: gold records or certain, a certain amount of acclaim or something. Uh, if, the, if the internet can help me find out the answer to this. um I, I did see not- that the Carter's nominated for Ape Shit for Best Music Video. Boy,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and America. do y'all
2: know the Louvre now has a whole tour based on the video? Like, how how do you make the like the most famous museum and exclusive museum on Earth make a whole tour based on all the stuff you showed in your video? Like, oh. that is crazy. Nikki
0: already has 10 Grammys.
2: Oh, Nikki has? Oh. Why did I think she has a hat in it? What about?
0: I- okay, so here's what happens. So everybody oh. gets to vote, but you had to pick nine categories to vote in you can't vote in all 30
2: i bet um. she i bet she gonna pick best rap album to not vote in you she, <laughs> she, gonna, she gonna go down here yeah. the best country duo group performance that's what she yeah
0: members are encouraged <laughs> though not required to vote only in their fields of expertise
2: she gonna vote for travis scott or <laughs> she,
0: you know what because <laughs> i
2: believe like
4: because you know i'd be like you know what's gonna be my wild card category <laughs> this year
2: Best country solo performance. <laughs> you know what? That
4: one song by Casey Musgraves, that was my joint. I'm going to vote for her. Little, white, little black, white girl. Um. <laughs> um. That's the day, why don't we call our podcast episode today that
0: little black, white podcast? <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Oh,
1: gosh.
0: Have
4: <laughs> Brandon? Um, Have you heard any of these albums?
0: Uh, Black
4: Panther
0: best and rap Dirty album. Dirty Computer, Be- uh, best rap album. Oh, the Blessed that rap album, but um,
4: no. <laughs> I really want Dirty Computer to win, but I don't. I don't.
0: I just don't see it. Right.
2: I still need to listen to it, and I haven't watched the film either.
0: Oh, that film. That shit is nominated for. Um, uh, Pink is nominated for best music video as well. Mm-hmm. And did,
2: was it um, somebody recently came out and said like Dirty Computer was like the best album of the year? I think it was was it NPR? NPR. Yeah. yeah,
4: another uh, somebody else did too. It's it's getting number one on a bunch of lists. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like this album wasn't as good as her last album, though. I feel like it but wasn't. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard
2: any of her. In
0: part because yeah, it's a lot so of, sad.
1: Huh?
2: It's so That's, sad.
4: But people are giving her her flowers late. Uh. That's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and plus, "Dirty Computer" was a statement record, and plus, yeah. it paid homage to Prince. So, mm-hmm. even you know, even though the, as much as the last time probably paid homage to Michael. Yeah. A, wait, and, is and this
2: going to be a year where they do a tribute, or did they do a tribute to Prince last year?
0: Did they, they did when he died? Remember? Wait, wait. wait how
2: wait. long has it been since he died?
0: Um, it's been. It's, he died in 2016, I believe. The Grammys oh, okay, were the ones who did the okay. Madonna tribute, the one everybody got mad about, and then BET said, "Yeah, we saw that. Don't worry, we got you." Oh, okay.
2: okay, okay. <laughs> it just be running together. I yeah. can't keep up. Okay, yeah. never mind.
0: Now. Yeah. Um,
2: oh, I forgot about
1: that.
2: Cicely
0: Tyson is the first Black woman to be given a Lifetime Achievement Honorary Oscar. She they had the ceremony already. and She got her Oscar.
2: Mm-hmm. I'd be damn shame they had to make her uh-huh. wait till she ninety nine years old. Why are
0: there so many
4: albums were nominated for album the fucking year this
0: year? I think they not best to open up the number of nominees. It used to be only five.
4: Because there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
2: Yeah. Wasn't it the whole controversy with Beyonce that made them do that? Remember? Oh, uh. <laughs> but That's what out of uh, all these, but I listen, still... Kent again. Hmm? Although. It's a lot. We must rejoice in the fact that T Swizzle is nowhere to be found. So <laughs> praise no. sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, that she's not up there. Thank. you. I mean,
4: but Post Malone is rec- re- uh, oh. is representing them. And I must tell you, I I mm. was so mad how I every once in a while I hear a Post Malone song and it would slowly be like I would slowly love it.
2: No, I just I refuse to Like Better
4: Now is an yeah. awesome fucking song. Who? Better Now. He has a song called Better. I know you think that you're doing better now, better now, blah blah blah. I can't tell you the lyrics. No. Um Why Beyonce's going up against her proteges in one category, we we'll see whichever one that was. I can't remember. Yeah, no. and Better Now is actually nominated in the best pop solo performance with him. Mm. Um, but uh, what else here? But uh, for album of the year, I'm, I mean, I want Nick. I want Janelle Monet to win. Janelle Monae, Monet Malone. Lord, so I want her to win. I, I kind of want to hear that Casey Musgraves album because I think Dante likes her.
2: She can sing. I like her voice. Yeah, her. I don't know how
4: she she's really on this cat on this thing because she didn't have an album. She had two EPs she sandwiched together that came out in 2016 and 17 or some shit.
0: Oh, they, they allow mixtapes and EPs and stuff now too.
4: But they but the thing like yeah, it's kind of like this music is old. That's the weird part to me. Like I don't mind them uh, allowing it, but it's like a lot. this mute. It's like you sandwich two old EPs into one album hmm so this really is it's like this isn't really her debut album it's more or less like yeah it, it's a compilation
2: i feel like that was somebody else too in the, like the last couple of years i was like wait a minute this song is like two three years old why is it still being nominated i can't remember who it was though so. mm. but they do that all the time like Barbara Streisand and seal got nominations <laughs> willie it? Will it nelson yeah
4: um, if Cardi B gets album of the year, I'm sorry, that's the only category I do not want her to win for. But I don't oh, know, she what? but she might be using that to say, say her, save her magic name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she's swimming, Oh, my yeah. gosh, Brandon, she's like the female Rapture Shazam. <laughs> oh,
0: she's oh like, a like a Harry Potter spell, that's her name. Sound like Harry Potter spell, that's call <laughs>
2: I found Taylor Swift. The f- they stuck her up on their best pop vocal album. No. Ain't that Dang. some mess. But she ain't going to win because she up against Ariana Grande and Camilla Cabello, who have had like big years. So we already know. Cam- it's
0: you
2: probably going to not- be Camila. This is wrong. I'm not oh, here actually, for Camila. You know no, they're going to give it to Ariana because of the year she's had. Good boy. <laughs> yeah. Even though
4: I really never, I really didn't care for God as a woman if this song.
2: I love this song. I just love her like that's what can sing.
4: But my problem with her came when I realized she doesn't really eat, do a, emote well. Like she can sing technically flawlessly, mm-hmm. but when I heard her version of REM versus Beyonce's version of REM, and then when she did that cover of a uh, of um, what's that Aretha Franklin song "Natural Woman,"
1: mm-hmm.
4: which is not a like which is not a good especially any. Probably any Aretha song is not a good choice for her to sing because she doesn't she doesn't sell the emotion of the song. She's mm-hmm. your technical pop singer. She right. sings very well, but she doesn't know how to emote. I, I can I
2: can see
4: that. But I mean, like you know, I don't have you heard uh, uh, Beyonce's demo for R.E.M.? No, I don't even know
2: what
4: that is. It, it's a song on Ariana Grande's album, which but uh, it was like originally it, for Beyonce. See, I haven't
2: heard her new album yet. Oh,
4: okay, so. yeah, it was originally for Beyonce okay because uh, Pharrell they recorded it with Pharrell I think it was during the album the self-titled album during those sessions
2: okay
4: And but it's a, you know it a good, but you know Beyonce put her stank on it
2: of like, whereas Ariana is just like oh you know
4: you know I mean she it's, does sound like she like
2: half asleep sometimes
4: yeah like it, she totally gives you uninterested mean girl mm-hmm. speaking of which have you
5: seen the video for Thank You Next yes and yes
2: uh, it mean, was it was all right,
5: I mean, but I was just I like all of the comedy was, romance
2: memes. This was a lot. It was a lot. I
5: yeah. feel like
2: maybe she should have just picked one and stuck with that one <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of doing like a big mashup. But I mean, it was because I kept hearing people like, "Oh my god, the video!" and I watched it and I was like, "Okay, y'all just got really excited." It was all right. Like <laughs> it wasn't groundbreaking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was a nice homage, but I was just like, okay.
1: I enjoyed it. Thank you,
2: next.
4: Did you catch the stuff in the burn book?
2: Well, I had already seen, like, the screenshots people had blown up, so I had already known what was in there before I watched. That's why I watched the video, just because of that. But I was like, how did y'all catch this? Because she flipped it so fast. I was like, y'all Negroes really stopped and, like, zoomed in Mm -hmm. to make sure to see. Because I was like, when she flipped the page, it was so, like, you you couldn't have, you know, seen what she wrote on there. They took their time to figure out what it was.
1: Uh,
2: Speaking of Burn Book, is Big Sean and Janae okay? Hey, oh, Lord. I, I don't know. Janae. I don't know why I can't get her last name. Are they still together?
4: I don't know. I think They've been probably, quiet. they are probably on the way to not being together because, you know, she's well, covered up.
2: She got that big face tattooed on the back of her
4: arm.
2: Oh, she got that covered up. Wait a minute! <laughs> Already? Are you serious? I didn't know yeah. that. Like well, you, you know, rumors.
4: He cheated on her the week she got
2: it. Oh my
4: god! <laughs> and she was like, she covered it up with a huge. But that dra- means part I am dragging. not
2: gonna get another twenty eighty
4: eight because
2: that album was so good.
4: It re- it really was.
2: Oh my god! Thank it. <laughs>
4: Uh, so, but yeah, um I think they they they're about to call it quits. Big Sean can't keep it in his pants.
2: Oh, might have all because I mean they were everywhere when they were like you know. You're right because I mean like, I ain't heard nothing in I don't know how long.
4: Hmm. So and you you saw Ariana Grande wrote on the, the burn book Big
0: Sean. He like, can
1: still get it. He could still get it. <laughs> they, might, they might go back together. Who knows? Lord Jesus.
0: All right, now for the bullshit.
1: Oh, oh
0: god. <clears throat> so, <laughs> all right. Let me let me get some water first before we get into this one because um, it's gonna get ugly. <laughs> Maybe not between all of us, but for me to the audience listening, it's gonna get ugly. 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 First of all, fuck, he's a cancer. Son of a bitch. Who? Huh. Kevin Darnell Hart. Do we really do this? Are we still
5: going to do this? We're going to use the, the the stars to, to map out the Our moods? birthdays
2: at are at a least, week apart. At least a Gemini. That's somebody else. <laughs> Dude,
0: we we yeah. got enough trouble the, the, the already. got enough trouble in her, her category. Oh, Lord. Got enough. I did from- not know our birthdays were that close together. Fuck. All right. So Kevin Darnell Hart has had a very interesting last two weeks. Ever since Thanksgiving, it's been some shit with him. I is a wait, I mean, are you
5: saying that you're prone to Kevin Hart
0: tendencies? No, I'm just saying that he's a cancer. That means that, you know, it reflects badly on the rest of us who share his side. I didn't know you oh, were that so deep he-
4: in
5: the horoscopes. So so wait, so he's so he's acting out of the ordinary for a cancer? No, no he's not. No.
2: <laughs> Can- cancer men are very emotional. <laughs> well, cancer people in general, but cancer men are like... Yeah, the,
0: it's crazy. The, the struggle is to hold it in. He's not doing mm-hmm. a very good job at all. Um, okay. All right, so on Thanksgiving Day, Kevin Hart and his current wife, Aniko... Hi, Nico. Um, through
2: a uh, just shot <laughs> through a
0: birthday party <laughs> for their one-year-old son Kenzo, who was born on um, near Thanksgiving of last year, and so they had his birthday on Thanksgiving of this year, and they threw this one-year-old baby a Cowboys and Indians birthday party mm-hmm. in the year of our Beyonce, 2018. Not our parents, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> who does these things? <laughs> um, when, you know,
5: the first thing I thought of when I when I heard this is I didn't even think about the whole party thing. I just thought who I haven't heard about. I haven't heard about that game Cowboys and Indians in a very long time. And so. You
0: know why? Because we live in a in an era where the history books. I mean, they're still kind of terrible, but at the very least, we've forced a little bit of the fact that white people came to this country and fucking killed all the native americans that's why cowboys and idiots is a fucked up ass game we don't play that shit no more among our children and when kevin hart was told that you know in very mind you it's the internet so it was varying degrees of you know abrasiveness that he was told this message from most from native american people and black people as well he got defensive talking about he enjoyed the game when he was a kid want to share it with his kid his baby loves western said so your baby is one you could put anything right. on they the television and they you can still watch
2: <laughs> Lies. you
0: don't know, you know give
2: what he's looking at. He probably can't yeah, even could, see clearly yet.
0: Right. You could give a child string and then they not make fun <laughs> Don't give a child right. string. Do not give a child string, it's a choking hazard. Um oh,
2: okay. well an empty box.
0: A empty box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a piece of plastic. No! God damn! This is why you're not a parent! What the
2: hell?! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Don't give your baby no plastic! Listen, we know how Ali was raised. We didn't do it on that oh, island. God. It went from one extreme to the other. Oh my God, Ali! I'm sorry. The moment I said it,
5: I I, I realized that I said something wrong, and I and I imagined a baby dolphin of plastic. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: Defects. Don't call us. Call him. <laughs>
1: Shit.
0: oh my god <laughs> oh my god he got no kid got no kids but don't ever have none Ali I'm sorry don't ever have no children
1: <laughs> if you have children I'm sure I'm sure
0: up with, with with CPS the second part <laughs> oh
5: you know what you know the irony of that is that someone's gonna call it and and give and give us a list of all the important stuff that that plastics. Uh, um and polymers doing our lives to think yeah. it's stick
0: you know what yeah, I mean, they do but we keep them away from children they are choking any suffocation hazard it says so on the packaging <laughs> fine <laughs> alright so they threw the baby at Cowboy's Indians party Kevin got really indignant went on his, his serious radio show I didn't know he had one I guess since Fox had one he's gonna have one too and defended it talking to everything and you know Got support from his sycophants, you know, on his show because he always have a show like that. Everybody has to kiss your yeah. It's like the laugh out loud channel or
2: something.
0: Something like I think it's called Straight from the Heart. I don't know what channel is on. On serious, uh, uh, but yeah. So already his 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 November December started out on a bad note. However, on December the third, it was announced that Kevin Hart. After a long search, was going to be the host of the ninety first Academy Awards ceremony. I was like, "Well, ain't that a bitch? Nobody gets canceled."
2: <laughs> I, need, I need to know the like the definition of this long search. Like, who who else was on the short list?
0: We going uh, we gonna find out because it's obvious. Let's like read ahead. So. Kevin talked about how it was his lifelong dream to host the Oscars. And he was very proud of the opportunity and everything. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, Lord, what nigga bullshit are they going to have him do on that stage? You know, you know, like, I don't think I've ever seen Kevin Hart host anything. I'm sure he's hosted the BET Awards a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, he, like, he
1: was,
2: he's funny. I just, I, I don't care. Like, Is I'm this, not interested
0: I don't know. Like I don't know how he would look on a, on an Oscar stage it, in a, in a customized tux that's the size to fit. You know his you know tiny body. Um, <laughs> I'm just also not He's interested body.
2: in anyone other than other than Ellen. Like I don't understand why they can't get her
0: back. Maybe she wants too much money. I don't know.
2: We'll but, pay her.
0: <laughs> maybe they need to. And so I'm like I'm wondering because Kevin Hart. My I like Kevin Hart, but only to a fault. Cause either cause Kevin Hart can either be funny and brilliant, or he can be strided and silly and borderline Koonic. Mm-hmm. It's like you get one Kevin or the other, depending upon what the quality of the material that he is given. Cause you either get Kevin Hart and Think Like a Man Part one and Part Two, great. Kevin Hart in Night School, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: Like, I think he would be good for, like, the Grammys. Like, something that he could really riff off the people yes. in the categories. He can't riff off people in the Oscars because it's like, he it's probably doesn't. He's never heard of half of them. Or I would say 80% of them. So, yeah, it's too formal. Like, the Grammys, he could have he could have fun with Post Malone. Like, Yay. come on. Yeah. And Travis Scott and all of them. But, like, the like, people from The Favorite, like, he can't.
0: <laughs> the funny thing, The funny thing about the Oscars is that the less funny a comedian is or the more... The more a comedian has like a dramatic, like, side to them, or like a. Like, Ellen is perfect for the Oscars because Ellen can be just funny enough, but still be per, like a professional sort of kind of
1: right. just
0: host host. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg, same thing. Jimmy Kimmel right. kind of struggled.
2: Oh God, he's boring.
0: Wasn't cool. Jimmy Kimmel the host the year that the bullshit went down with um, Moonlight? Who was the host that yep. year?
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, that's him. Yeah, like he struggled. and he, and
2: he had the people come in and that black male second page. Yeah, to-
0: <laughs> yeah, he struggled really bad. I did not like him as the host.
2: Oh, he was boring.
0: And I, 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 I was worried about Kevin, which I didn't have to worry long, apparently, um, because um, so nope. now, and this is the situation. I want everybody listening and all everybody like to understand out there. There are situations where everybody in the situation can be wrong. You do not always have to pick a side. In this case, I feel like everybody in the situation was fucking wrong. We'll start with the white people. Mm -hmm. As soon as he was announced, the white people didn't like it. Especially like the white gays who sort of kind of lord over the Oscars. And immediately the blogs and the Twitters were aflame with his Kevin Hart. They listed every single last terrible thing Kevin Hart had ever done in his entire life to this point. They says, Kevin Hart, um, why would the Oscars pick Kevin Hart to be the host? You know, he cheated on his first wife. He cheated on his second wife. Um, and he's, you know, told all these, you know, homophobic jokes in his stand-up specials. You know, like, one the series, it's seriously funny, for 2010, the whole, I don't want my son to be gay. I will, you know, knock a, a dollhouse out of his hand. Stop! That's gay! You know, that whole thing. And... They went through the whole laundry list and then somebody caught Kevin Hart and or his social media team, more likely, deleting every homophobic tweet that he had ever made, of course, across the course of his very busy um, career on Twitter. Now, mind you, there was a lot to delete because Kevin Hart is a heterosexual black male comedian. So he's very so his hate speech is very prolific. Is that what you're saying? I mean, listen, we're going to be real today. Um, the word fag and faggots and every variation thereof and everything you can call a gay person except for a child of God comes f- spills out of the mouths of black male comedians like water mm-hmm. I used to listen to the Foxwell radio this Kevin used to be on in a good deal before he was famous famous um so I the funny thing is that as a black gay person trying to find black entertainment Sometimes you put yourself into into like a trick bag, and you end up in opening yourself up to psychological trauma. Just be able to hear black people tell jokes. Also, you just have to suck it up. That's what you find. That's you. That's what you find. Yeah. Eventually, you just have to be like, "Hey, well, is this <laughs> or, is this or racism?" <laughs> That's really yeah. how it be sometimes. Now, Kevin Hart among black male comedians, he's not certainly not the worst person when it comes to homophobia. That would be Mr. Corey Holcomb. Um, I have nothing for Corey Holcomb. Um <laughs> I cannot say what I really want to say right now about Corey Holcomb, so I'll be quiet, just keep going, to stepping. Um, but if they announced that Corey Holcomb had passed away, um don't expect tears from me. I'm just say that. Um Okay. But yeah, so I mean, if they really wanted to delete the bullshit, they could have put out the foxhole tape. Somebody got them MP3s, you know, and it could have showed like cause Kevin have said some things on Fox back in the day. But, you know, they went for the tweets because it was easier. And they basically, like, were sort of kind of pushing Kevin to apologize. You know, Kevin, you need to apologize for these um, homophobic tweets and stuff. You know, what happened in the past was that I think they were going to give Jerry Lewis a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Oscars. And they brought the fact that he said some homophobic shit in his past. And they made Jerry Lewis's old ass apologize for it. He did. And they gave him his award. Brett Ratner was going to produce the Oscars, I think it was 2012. And Eddie Murphy, who was one of Brett Ratner's best friends, was going to host the Oscars. Brett Ratner has said some homophobic things, misogynistic too, and of course, we found out he was, you know, doing a whole lot of, you know, um, sexual assault shit behind the scenes as well. Later, years later, they wanted him unsavory to unsavory things. Unsavory things. They wanted him to apologize for those unsavory things. He said, "Fuck you. I ain't apologizing. I'm white and rich. I ain't got to." They fired him as the producer of the Oscars. Eddie Murphy dropped out as host. So, what I'm trying to say is that there is a history. They do it to the white folks too. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, I did not like the way they put out everything Kevin Hart had ever did that was ever wrong. They do it to the white folks too. Right. And so Kevin refused to apologize. He instead went on his Instagram over. I think he was in Paris on vacation. And Instagram topless with some damn um, chains and shit on, looking like I, looking like a um, miniaturized Isaac Hayes, talking about I don't need to apologize. I love everybody, you know, and you know, and everything like that. I don't know about everybody, Kevin. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. and the white <laughs> folks said there was a whole article on Deadline that said Kevin Hart's Oscar quote unquote apology wasn't an apology. It's not enough. He needs to get, you know, like to shape up and do this and that and this and that. And see, everybody is wrong. I don't want the white man telling Kevin how to apologize, but I do want Kevin to apologize. Mm -hmm. I will give you a perfect example of what a decent apology is. Do you guys remember Brother Nature? That shit happened no. this year. Brother Nature is the Latin dude who be on, on Twitter hanging out with the deers and shit. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. With, with Canela. Yeah, Canela. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the money team. Him.
2: Everybody eats.
0: Yeah, everybody eats. They dug through his tweets felt like back when he was like 11, 12, and I guess when he thought he was white. Uh, he was tweeting him as some like Nazi anti-Jewish bullshit. Um, and he apologized, even though he noted that he was a goddamn child. And mm-hmm. he did and you know why they didn't do the child's tweets and stuff, but he did apologize. he was very like it was a good written apology, and we people basically moved on after that right very yeah, simple, very direct Kevin could have said i um what like." While I don't appreciate people trying to dig through my past, I did say these terrible things that are offensive to the LGBTQ plus community. I apologize right. for saying them I'm a better person now. I have understood over the past eight or nine years that these are not things that should be said at all or thought. You know, and they may have hurt people or made people feel like they were lesser than. Because the whole joke right. about stopping yourself from being gay is it's based on a real, actual fucking fear that you know black some black parents have, and they pass them to their kids, and mm-hmm. they fuck their kids' lives up. I may throw remember, them in trash cans. Throw them in trash cans. Yeah, he just sort of skipped thing.
2: over all that. He was just like, "I'm yeah. I'm a different man. I've moved on. So y'all need to move on." Right. It was like. But he was like, "I'm not. I'm not apologizing." It's like, so then you're not sorry, right? So you actually really meant what you said,
0: yeah. And Like instead
2: of being like, "I I realized what I said back then was horrible, but I have moved on." He was just like, "I'm different now." So like, you know, move it or lose it. And it was just like, "Dude, right. that's not how you.
0: That's not how okay. you this shit.
2: It's not how you do it. this. It's not how
4: that goes. That's not how any of this goes.
2: No, right. it's not."
0: There was um some. Outlets, I think Vibe included, that said that he had apologized in twenty fifteen. He did not apologize back then. What he said was that that joke he told was seriously funny. He wouldn't tell it again because people are too sensitive nowadays. Yeah, that that's is not, not a goddamn apology. apology. Oh, yeah. So basically, you that's just, that, a, that's just a, I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> that's just the obvious, you That's what you're.
2: That's just what he's saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the heat got turned up even further, he basically started saying, I'm not apologizing. The Academy should move on if they if they must. And so by the end of Friday, he was stepping out as Oscar host, and lo and goddamn behold, there is a fucking apology in his stepping down message.
5: <laughs>
0: oh. So what the fuck? <laughs> no, I the, thought you didn't care. I thought the that, Academy could move on. This is backwards. If you had just <laughs> right. taken the last sentence of what you said and said it before, you could still be hosting the motherfucking Oscars if that was your life's dream. If it was actually your life's dream. That wasn't his
2: mm-hmm. doggone
0: life's yeah. dream.
2: First of all, that was a lie. And he also yeah, didn't could, write that shit. Ain't nobody's life's dream to host the Oscars.
0: <laughs> that shit's scary, to be honest with you. That's well, terrifying. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if that's what your life dream is, I mean, shit. And then, well, for starters, for starters, keep dreaming. And you saw uh, right. just how fake his fucking apology was because he went on like stage, like not too long after that that Friday evening, and talked about how many pe- how many people had come out to see him and stuff and everything. And like a good racist white person would do, he threw out the Martin Luther King Pokemon.
2: If they don't, <laughs> Martin. My- Martin got to come back and like and just,
0: slap some people just kick
2: y'all ass like leave him alone
0: yep leave this is what he alone. said still selling tickets 32,000 counting. I love you all the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in uh-huh. moments of comfort mm-hmm. and convenience but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy Martin Ugh. Luther King Jr. Jesus motherfucker God.
2: that is so sickening
0: like, let me stop Jesus stop. Jesus I'm going to say a prayer right here on the air Jesus Christ, Lord, Lord Savior, who died for our sins, please never let me meet Kevin Hart in person, ever. Are you gonna deck him in the face, Brandon? It'd be a drop kick. <laughs> like you know how Super Mario one, you the turtle shell, you jump on his head and you kick it. <laughs> you know what? You know what really
5: aggravates me about that is that he's saying he's basically saying in that tweet, it amounts to oh, you know, I'm I'm stronger than than basically all of you all's um, you know like indignation over over these these uh, homophobic tweets like i can rise above all that and still and still champion all of my endeavors and
0: you know that's basically what he's saying and it's just how can you do that because he's Let's, a fucking hateful ass idiot listen 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 let me uh, and somebody's going to say well he's not really hateful like listen there's my belief, and I I have found this out through practice and experience in life. People who tell offensive jokes or say the offensive thing here and there, push them just a little bit, and you'll find out just how much of a bigot they actually are. You meet people who don't say this shit or know this shit is wrong inherently in their being because they know that shit is wrong. They don't mm-hmm. do that shit. Right. And I found this out because, like, you can't see it across the the um, podcast, but I'm kind of shaking and angry right now. Like, I was really like, <laughs> I, was, I really was this close to throwing weights at the gym, like throwing the weights across the room at the gym earlier today. Like, I was like, because it pissed me off because so many people, because it was white people called him out for it, wanted to defend Kevin rather than address what he actually had said. And like I said, everybody can be wrong in a situation. But I see you when it's more important for you to defend Kevin and homophobic jokes than it is to even say that what he said might have been wrong. Like, it makes me very angry. It makes me violently and perfectly honest with you because I hold a whole bunch of this stuff in. I heard a whole bunch of this things over the years and stuff. And, you know, one day I might might fucking snap and I don't want to snap does y'all want me to snap? I don't want to snap. I'll be honest with you I Don't. Oh, uh, don't do that.
5: Yeah. now. Like the MLK, the MLK quote is a is That's, a final Yeah. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: yeah. to bring that mm-hmm.
5: out. Yeah, it, that you would.
2: And it's the same quote. quote. It is the same quote. Everybody uses. Because
0: the thing is, is, that a lot of times with gay people, with gay black people, I don't know how white folks do it, but with gay black people, you have to sit here and navigate and pretend and like pretend and shit. And you hear a whole lot of wild shit, and you have to hold it in. Especially, we talk. We go past gay and go into trans. And let's talk about so. um Nick Cannon, um, oh esteemed scholar of comedy and Kevin Hart's friend,
1: uh-huh. um, uh-uh. decided, uh-huh.
0: decided uh-huh. that he would defend his good little buddy by going uh-huh. off and finding homophobic tweets from Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler. Mind you, niggas have canceled all three of these heifers already. All Sarah right. Silverman is barely able to be doing the voice of Vanellope Von Schweetz and Ralph Brace Internet. She can't show her face in anything no more because last time we saw her face, it had a black face on it. Huh. Amy Schumer put out a whole goddamn picture, I Feel Pretty, which not only flopped, but the people at New Line have remade it with Rebel Wilson and called it Isn't It Romantic. And even she got canceled now because <laughs> of all that fuck shit about Tifa. Tifa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler, I ain't gave a fuck about Chelsea Handler ever in my entire black ass life. Fuck her and the whore she rode in on. So, yeah, cancel them, please. But also, Nick, don't be, be out here trying to defend goddamn Kevin. And then, of course, D.O. Hughley.
2: Who is oh, oh,
0: God. right into right. the whole thing and talk about, yeah, Kevin, fuck them they taught you to apologize for a joke. Because a lot of the like these uh-huh. older comedians don't want to be uh-huh. apologizing for these, um, uh, homophobic and misogynistic jokes and things that you, you know tell, like, you know, I mean, DL Higley's old stand up has rape jokes and stuff and homophobic jokes. He has, yeah. you know, it's DL yeah, Higley, he,
5: yeah, because DL isn't just his, his jokes aren't just they don't just, um, they're not just that, they're all a
0: bunch of other problematic things, yeah, that you shouldn't be saying. He's also the comedian who, when he's stuck for a punchline, makes fun of people in the audience. You know, you know his material isn't always that sharp anyway. And he got into a battle with, let me think, remember, it's somebody from Pose. Um
2: Yes. Um gosh, shoot. I had the name. cause I just read that. Um Give me a sec, I'm gonna pull it up. India, India Moore.
0: Yeah, India Moore. And they got into a big Twitter argument between the two of them, where Indy Moore tried to point out that when you tell homophobic jokes, mm-hmm. even if it's not the joke itself is not that offensive to hear, for some people it triggers how they treat gay people and trans people, and it translates into abuse. It just does. That's I mean that's that's a, that's the same we tell white folks about racist jokes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: same thing we told. Um, people about anti-Semitic jokes
2: right
0: you know this is a thing you know you can make fun of people and be a comedian and tell jokes Kevin, most of Kevin Hart's materials is also the thing about Kevin Hart are you familiar with his stand-up yeah
2: I've seen his,
0: yeah. most his of history. it is very specifically tailored to tone down any references to race of any sort because he play tries to play his best to white people in general that he's he was very popular. He kept got popular by playing a lot of white colleges. I saw him in person at a white college. That is how he got famous. It's very odd to me that he works so hard to be a general audience comedian, but when pointed out that he made a mistake in his general audience approach, he wants to be this defensive. I mm-hmm. find it very interesting. But yeah, D L Hughley got to argue with India Moore. And basically called called her a pussy. Right. And that was when <laughs>
2: Which I've been done with DL Hughley <clears throat> for a couple of years now, anyway. So he's
0: it's the ignorance that comes out of his mouth at yeah. random times. And then he mm-hmm. might say one thing that's helpful to black folks, and then it's five things that make us make us all look, right, look exactly. foolish. Right, exactly. It's fascinating from like a anthropological standpoint, but to actually live it in real life in the same universe is fucking frustrating. Um, and then Michael Che apparently was on. Um, who also he's also a little bit of a problem himself. He, is that the
2: dude from Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm,
0: he defended Did Kevin that on Saturday night, night Live him? last night,
1: Ooh.
0: and I don't care to hear it. Um, fuck him too. I'm kind of tired. Like I'm old and tired because I remember. I remember I got into a Twitter argument, like the one that India got into with DL, with the Earthquake. Y'all remember Earthquake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had, he's one of the first people I ever blocked on Twitter. Oh, dang. Because he was on Fox Soul Radio talking about him and Joe Clark, Joe Clare.
1: Because uh-huh. Joe
0: Claire has a gay brother. And... Mm. They, for some reason, they talked about you know talk about gay things and Joe Clark talking about his brother and Earthquake was like, well, you know, a gay man ain't a real man. Joe Clare was like, yes, he is, and Earthquake was like, no, he's not, and it got to a back and forth that they didn't resolve. And I said, at Earthquake, I was like, what was that all about? And he got really pissy at me for calling him out. Well, I guess that's just you know how he's going to be, but fuck him too. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't, it, it's the thing. I don't want to cancel Kevin Hart. Nobody wants to cancel Kevin. He can't be canceled. He's too goddamn famous. Nobody and nobody gets fuck about what black gay people feel about shit anyway. So who gives a shit? Um, but like, I'm glad. Glad I said they didn't want Kevin to step down. He wanted it just to be a teachable moment, which I can sort of see. But you know, that shit blew up, and here we are now. And I well, here, if
2: he just hadn't been so arrogant at the at the start of yeah. his it could have been totally reversed. You know who the real
0: villain? This whole got, story is. He got
2: in his feelings, and he was so arrogant. His ego got in the way, yeah. and he basically talked himself. Because no, the Oscars never came out and were like, "We're gonna get rid of him." They right. like he, he 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 canceled himself. He canceled like,
0: himself. You know he real, himself. You know who the real? You know who the real?
2: Oscars love? never said anything like, yeah. "Oh no," and they probably wouldn't have. They would have been like, "Okay, we really need you to apologize or something." But yeah, that's
0: how they probably said. Yeah, you know what the real villain of the story is? Slavery, cocaine. Uh-huh. Okay, now wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I
2: don't know Look nothing at, about that.
0: I ain't saying. I have a whole explanation. I, don't, I, know. I, don't, I don't, don't know his lifestyle. That's the only logical explanation. Cocaine. Wow. Really? I
2: don't. I don't. Know okay, that's a reach.
1: It's a
0: reach. Though. It help, is. Help, help me make it make sense, Brandon, please. Like this is this is coke behavior. This, this all this arrogance. Um, I'm the greatest. All this shit. Nobody. No, knows. I, I, it might be Napoleon syndrome for
2: him. Cause, you know. Maybe.
0: Because don't you remember
4: he called out um Cat um Williams for like cocaine? Remember? A
0: few months I ago. I mean, the pot could yeah. call the kettle well, black.
2: Yeah, I am going to say call the kettle because they know they doing it
0: too. <laughs> oh, that's true.
5: <laughs> game recognized game. <laughs>
0: right. yeah, so maybe it ain't cocaine, but that's... Uh, listen, if I'm going to be all, um, all sorts of half of the fags and shit, I'm going to think that nigga's on cocaine. And then we can I be at that. I How about know. that? I would hope
2: I, was not. The, I don't know. Okay,
5: so I was <laughs> going to say... That um, I was talking to another friend of mine and he was saying that it's, I mean, this happens back to um, the fact that, hey, as, as black men, there's a tendency because of, you know, the history of black people in general that we don't want to appear, you know, like
0: effeminate, and, weak, etc. So,
5: so, so saying sorry could be, you know, one of those particular times where it's like, if he does that, then he would appear less than, right? And especially since it was white people who were who were at him to to say sorry, it, that 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 on top of it, he do everything
0: it. else the white people tell him to do. <laughs> Why not just
5: say sorry as well? <laughs> A person a person has to retain some level of dignity, Brandon. She,
0: it's Kevin of Hart.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: shit.
5: You know, <sighs> so he's out here probably thinking, and, and again, I'm not saying that that is the right way to go about doing this because it's very problematic. That's something that a lot of black men need to unpack. Right? The idea that, you know, there's like a, a whole script that we have to follow um, post-slavery. Uh, How to be the perfect, how to be the perfect, um, masculine presenting black person, black man in in public in society. So,
2: I'm
4: better
5: at that than half of these niggas.
2: Okay, well,
5: I'm just saying,
4: I told my mama, I'm not gonna be like these other niggas.
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I've read it um, too much I'm, I'm going I'm to turn my mic off and go get some water y'all 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 talk about it <laughs> let's move, so let's move
2: some- on to something that'll make us
0: laugh the next story
5: well oh but but Latria yeah. remember this whole segment is the bullshit so the next story isn't going to be any
0: better <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's funnier it's a lot funnier it's a lot funnier okay all right so let's go on to the next story all right <laughs> This is the best. So um the Brown Theater in what city? In Kansas City, Missouri.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um put on a performance of Charlie Small's immortal negroid play, The Wiz. No, 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 no. Uh Louisville,
2: Kentucky.
0: Oh, is it Louisville? It says it says Missouri here. Hold on. What is going on with my internet what? It might have been Louisville newspaper newspaper reporting on it But it says It happened in Kansas City, Missouri Oh,
2: okay
0: Um So The tickets were From $35 To $65 And the performance Was described by The Courier Journal As subpar Um Dorothy forgot her lines The cowardly line Looked more like a bear Wait,
2: hold on No, no, no It is in Louisville
0: is it uh yes oh the oh the production company's from from missouri my bad yeah yeah okay the brown theater in louisville kentucky okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, they, tra- they traveled all the way to that terrible i think
1: it's
2: part of the kentucky center for the performing arts yes like yes the my theater.
0: bad you're right my apologies um so yeah dorothy forgot her lines the cowardly line looked more like a bear and the magical <laughs> land of Oz was displayed on a laptop projector. Laptop.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. First of all, let's let's go back to the fact that, like, the producer and director's name was Lavarius. That should have told you, number one, <laughs> who you would give your money to. And the fact that people paid $35 to $65, are you kidding me? Listen, I would have found out where he lived. Like, no, right. <laughs> nah, I don't want my money back. And Dorothy, you are the star. Boo boo. How you? How did you not? What were they doing in rehearsal? Did they have rehearsal?
0: Maybe they didn't.
2: How did How you, Dorothy forget your lines?
0: Several people were distraught over the performance and wanted their money back. An employee of the Kentucky Center of um, to, of for the Performing Arts told the Courier Journal. The person declined to give a name because the employee is not authorized to speak publicly. The whole thing is weird. The employee said some people don't say didn't stay more than nine minutes through the show, so mm. I, that that means as soon as the um the tomato dancers came out, probably wearing like the wrong outfits <laughs> to take Dorothy to Oz, they were through because <laughs> nine what? minutes of the show is just just after the tomato dance is over. <laughs>
4: This is the most ghetto shit I have ever seen And then she said in Dorothy was wearing a Walmart dress.
2: <laughs> and, she said she, and she said she wanted to go back to Texas.
0: <laughs> there, there, was, there, there, was, there was a woman who was so distraught, she walked out and spent the entire time talking to the ticket salespeople as the show was going on. <laughs> she was trying to get her money back. Oh, Christian Adelberg, a spokesman for the Kentucky, Kentucky Center, Declined to say how many costs for refunds the center received and deferred the question to Island Entertainment, the company put the show on. Island Laveria Entertainment, K- <laughs> Island Entertainment <laughs> KC said Thursday that the show's production is the responsibility of the producer and director LaVarious Slaughter. He told the Courier-Journal that refunds would not be given.
2: Because he spent it all. <laughs>
0: Slaughter said he regretted the performance's shortcomings, but blamed the Brown Theater's technical staff for contributing to the failure.
2: The technical staff didn't tell Dorothy not to remember her lines. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with the tech. And the technical staff didn't have you have the cowardly lion in a jank looking like looking like Smokey the Bear.
1: <laughs> that looking is like not the Yogi. technical staff. <laughs> Helen
0: Barnett, who spent sixty five dollars for seats, said she oh. was a fan of the Wiz. Because of its all black cast, but she described the show as, quote, janky, unquote. <laughs> it was terrible, Barnett said. Dorothy was wearing a Walmart dress. They mm-hmm. forgot their dialogues. At one point, Dorothy said she wanted to go back to Texas. To it, Texas. Okay, this is incorrect. <laughs> in the quote, it says, In the Wiz, Dorothy is from Harlem, while Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz is from Kansas. That is not true of the stage version. In the stage version, she is still from Kansas. What's she doing there? Living, nigga! Out <laughs> 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 of far! Mm-hmm. Like, did you see The Wiz live, Ali? That's the stage version of The Wiz. The original, before Diana Ross took it and sung it off key.
5: Okay, so first of all, okay, notable for shade. Secondly, um, you're going to believe that black people are over there? I yes. don't believe
0: you. Yes, niggas live in Kansas. You didn't know mm-hmm. niggas in Kansas?
4: Yeah. Niggas in Paris, you. niggas
0: in Kansas, niggas everywhere. Right. The reviews prompted one of the actors, Corey Black, to speak out about the show in a Facebook Live post. She said the oh. role of the good witch of the North, she played the role of the good witch of the North at um, a Pearl. And Miss One in the um movie version. And told that's the one that Amber Riley played and told the Courier Journal that the negative comments had been overwhelming. The people who came to the 3 o'clock show, there were just a lot of issues, Black said on Facebook. The 3 o'clock show ended up pretty much being our dress rehearsal because we didn't have enough time to do the show full out at the venue before we performed it. So they didn't have rehearsal. Not full rehearsal, at least. But it wasn't just the 3 p.m. show that had problems, attendees said. Tasha McGee who went to the 7 p.m. show, said the actor played the Cowardly Lion didn't have a tail or a mane on his costume. He was missing one of the, his paws and was wearing one black sock instead. Oh, so he, he, was beat, he, was a, he was beat up. He didn't look like a lion, McGee said. He looked like a dumb Sasquatch. <laughs> it went downhill from there. McGee said there were several times the cast and crews <laughs> set the wrong scene and needed to turn off the lights to reset it. It was really uh, sloppy, that's what McGee said. <laughs> <So> the <laughs> backdrop was a can projected image. So
2: they brought out the wrong pieces of set and like, "Oops, my bad." Hold on, everybody, we going <laughs> turn off the lights. Off and you have can to you imagine watching a play in ten, ten minutes? Like to this? That's hilarious.
0: The backdrop was a projected image of a cornfield and a bar. But then laptop notifications kept popping up on screen. <laughs> <laughs> they were
2: checking it off somebody's computer. And they
1: paid
0: $65 for this. <laughs> yes. $65. Please oh upgrade God. to Mac OS
5: 10.40. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
5: Your McAfee is out of date. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
2: just stuck on, they put the wrong set out there. So I had to turn the lights off. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting there and then it just went, oh, hold on, please.
5: And then they have to literally turn the lights off and you have to just sit there in darkness for 15 minutes. <laughs> and,
2: and hear, hear them shuffling trying to move <laughs> Oh my God. Ooh, Crazy. The ghetto, the ghetto. The
0: ghetto. When McGee commented on Island Entertainment's Facebook page and left a negative review, she said she was blocked. <laughs> buy the page.
2: LeBaris ain't got time for (laughs) (laughs) y'all
0: He wants positive energy.
2: (sighs) This is not how Tyler Perry would have cheated his customers.
0: (laughs) He just wouldn't have paid him. (laughs) Or his actors, the customers, he would have cheated fine.
1: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so... um, all the entertainment, Casey is keeping all the proceeds from the show, and they're um, the Kentucky Center is forwarding all the complaints about refunds to them. That
2: Laverius took that money;
0: it's gone. It's gone. He took the money and ran like effing.
2: Now you're talking about cocaine. That's probably where it went. He probably started it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. If you attended a show and want a refund, direct your request to the Kentucky Center box office, 502-564-77, well, 584-7777, which will then be forwarded to Island Entertainment. As all revenue is Island Entertainment's, it is their responsibility to handle those requests, Adelberg said.
2: <laughs> that was literally the most hilarious thing I read all week. Like I could not believe it.
0: The notifications like, took me out.
2: Like every, every paragraph is worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Can you feel a brand new day?
2: <laughs> I, listen, I'm saying.
5: Lord
0: Jesus. Well, at you. least these people had something to talk about when they got home. Oh, they uh, did. Mm-hmm. After they took off those um, expensive-ass suits and gowns and shit, it was like, I got dressed up to go see a school play. Wait, hold on a second. Did they get their refund? Did they get their money back? No, no, no refunds. Have been given. No,
2: nobody got their money back.
0: Laverius got that money like the asked on the
2: phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said the niggas the voicemail. Right. The, the only thing they could do is try to um hit the tires on that van so they couldn't get out of town. <laughs> he probably He probably halfway to um to goddamn um.
2: He going to his he going to the next city to put up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Except it ain't gonna be the Wiz next time it's gonna be another um black play.
2: He this gonna, gonna be, do color
0: purple. Yeah, color purple, or sure. Carolina <laughs> change or some shit. <laughs> He's just gonna change the play.
2: No, he gonna do uh what is it Polly? He gonna do Polly? <laughs> is it Polly or Pollyanna? That's the black one. It's
0: I don't remember. I know I know Pearly which is a different no
2: you remember because remember in the movie it was Rudy and uh, Claire Huxtable were in it I think it's and it was based on Pollyanna I think it's Polly yeah because I saw the little movie that came on on TV and it had wait there's a black we just
5: seen it as a black version of
0: Pollyanna yeah Polly
2: 1989
0: made for TV musical film adapted Uh from Pollyanna Debbie Allen directed it Keisha Knight Pooley and Felicia Rashad Came yeah, that's what he he's gonna do, Polly. NBC. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's his next move.
0: Good. I remember this. Oh my god. Yeah,
2: it was so good. Cause I remember seeing that before I even heard of Pollyanna. TK Carter. Butterfly McQueen, but if I'm a queen.
1: It's good. Calloway.
2: They like march across a bridge. On, I just remember them marching across a bridge on one scene. It's, it's
0: Ken really page. good page shit okay all right so that was our show um <sighs> i apologize for yelling about kevin that shit pissed me off it pissed me off so bad uh, um, if you guys enjoyed the uh hearing the um uh, r- rages of the world and um <laughs> all the other nice things that everybody else talked about today <laughs> you can find more at ssnpodcast.com you can find the Say Something Nice podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Acast, wherever else great podcasts can be found. You can find us on all social media under the handle at Podcast. Ken, where can they find you online? Don't look for me. Okay. Whoop. Ali, where can they find <laughs> me you stop. online? <laughs> Chico's kid uh, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> see, I'm always, um, I'm always in the Facebook um, public group you see something like the SSN podcast.
0: Um, oh, that group. reminds me because yeah, at the um, Brazil Warner Brothers panel for the Shazam um, exhibit, they have a subway car like, you know, in the comics set up, or in the movie too, to represent that. And Ali says, not authentic unless they have a creepy old man beckoning young people to come over there. And I- oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to stick to the comic book lore, okay? I'm through with you, uh, Latria, where can they find you online? <laughs> they can find me at simply Tria, uh, Coffee Light sweet. Where can they find you online?
2: She had to leave, oh, she, she was in the chat that
0: she had to run, yeah, oh, a while okay. ago. Oh, my bad. Um, well, thanks everybody for listening. You can find me online I'm at am B. Touch across all social media. This has been the Stay of Nights podcast. We will see you guys next time. Holla, goodbye. uh, Oh, Stranger Things just put out a trailer for season three. Mm. Like, literally just (laughs) now. Oh, wow. It's a teaser trailer. There's no footage. Well, then, what's... so, what's it's all, the it's point? All, it's, it's all motion graphics. It's just the title screen, right? Yeah. So then, I don't know why they bother to do this. Well, it's, it's an announcement. I guess they're announcing when it um, comes back. Let me see what it says. Turn the volume down. Sorry. Stranger Things 3. Um, let's see when it says. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? So Coming TV 2019. Trophy? Bitch, that's not a date. <laughs> I knew that.
5: So yeah, exactly. It's pointless.
4: <laughs> and it probably won't premiere until October.
5: Yeah, that's when it usually premieres. So then, don't bother us with this, 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 um, this YouTube video. Then they, 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 they're annoying me.